this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Robin Noah just got back from the 70,000 tons of metal cruise, and they're still readjusting to everyday life. Rob really misses having unlimited access to hot tubs. Noah does not miss unlimited access to Rob's hot tub farts. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Sorry, Noah. Was it really a hot tub with jets, or was it Rob's farts uh, that simulated a jet action? No, it was a, it was the first one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Just there were Rob's farts at plenty of other times on the cruise. Yeah, mm-hmm. more but, than average, or no? Uh, definitely. I heard Rob fart a lot more than average. Rob's average, not the world average. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys were sharing a room, right? Yeah. yeah. So you were getting extra. Oh, yeah, like even like while the door was closed in the bathroom, I could hear Rob's farts. <laughs> what else did nice. you hear while the door was closed in the bathroom? <laughs> uh, other things. Fapping? Was fapping and happening? There was no, no fapping. No, there was definitely no fapping. <laughs> Not at all during the cruise? Just that. <laughs> exactly what a, that. What about, now I want to ask Rob this, what about uh, Noah's farts? Did you, was there any, uh, you I know, did fart in front of you that the first night. She ripping <laughs> yeah, any, that, I ripping any ass? Maybe a fart. Or is she fart. shy about it or does she like just spread her legs open? And just, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, actually I was bending down to take something out of my suitcase oh, and no. I farted. I couldn't hold it in and I was uh, like, no. I just farted. I was going to say it was Rob at eye level, but I mean, even if he's sitting down, he wouldn't be at eye level. <laughs> nose level, I should say. Nope. Oh, okay. I should mention also that I learned on this trip that Noah has an incredible buttocks. Uh-huh. As yeah. I posted on the on the live cast uh, social media. creepy stalking Totally video. appropriate, yeah. Uh, well, it was not creepy because I, I asked I, Noah if I could you shoot You asked it. her? Yeah. Um, I didn't say... Uh, I asked her. I didn't say it was non-consensual. Yeah, it was just, oh. It, it just... the it the, It's, a, it's op- thought, the optics of it. I yeah. thought... So, uh, it was basically because of the pants that I was wearing, which we have a story to go with. And Rob's like, oh, I should have... Like, I missed... The best part of your pants, which was, which is your ass. So I'm like, okay, we'll just take a photo of it. I didn't realize he was videotaping me. I thought I was just taking a picture, but whatever, it's fine. It looks great. Okay. Well, I just want to say the best part is your ass. A photo wouldn't do that ass justice. You had to see it in motion. Oh wow, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I never get to sure, see my backside. So I'm I don't sure know. exactly. And the live cast fans will appreciate it. Go to facebook.com/slash metal injection. I'm sure they've cast. already appreciated it. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was great hanging out with Noah. We were we were cabin buddies. Uh, I hope Noah feels the same way. Yeah, because I had a great time. Uh, and we watched metal and ate the weekend away. Which did you do more of? Uh, no, I'd say we watched metal. More, I, I but was actually, was, it's almost it's close. It's, it's, it's very close. I. I mean, I'm surprised that we got in as much bands as we did, and like individually. <laughs> did any bands get in you? Hey, oh. Individually, uh, we also saw bands independent of each other. So we actually saw a lot, a lot of bands uh, on the boat. Did you miss any bands that you wanted to see? Or did you see everyone you wanted to see? Um, I think I wanted to see basically. I mean, I saw I Freedom saw Call and Rhapsody. Those were and, Those are actual and bands Nagelfar. or you just made that up? No, they're actual bands. And Nagelfar I got to see, which was amazing I freedom Nagelfar. call is the name of a band yeah that sounds like it's a white power band it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's really it's not they're touring with infidel this coming summer probably <laughs> it's like a more power metal version of iron maiden are they from america or That's where accurate. are they from uh I, I believe that they are german oh my god and you're telling me they're not white power 
Hold on. Yeah, these are Nazis, 100%. Stop it. Stop it. They're defending the freedom of the Aryan How, race. Look, they, their second most popular song is Metal is for Everyone. Except Jews. I have to say, this was so fun to watch live. Maybe the metal for Jews is like a knife that they want to stick <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like that song that they used to be the Bill and Ted song from Kiss in the. Oh uh, my God! God gave rock and roll to you. God gave rock and roll to you. The ironic thing is, metal is for everyone. This song is for like three people. And I'm one of them. <laughs> Me, Rob, and that guy Ryan that was with us watching it, who was converted. <laughs> so there were three people in the audience. No, it was packed, and it was like two in the morning. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I passed out halfway through the set because I was. He did. Ryan and I were laughing were at him. Were you seated or were you asleep on your seated. seat? Seated. Okay. Can you turn this up? I feel like I hear something in the background. <laughs> so hidden track. Oh, yeah. Very interesting vocal. Wait a minute. Actually, there was another uh, German band that I really, that I never thought I would get to see. And it's Die Apokalyptischen Reiter. Oh, jeez. That's not Nazi at all. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this is terrifying. They, they were, were phenomenal. Great. No, that was a very uh, good German accent. Are you uh, hiding something? <laughs> getting a little nervous. Yes, my swastika <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. Here's their big hit. <laughs> Ghost Riders so in the Sky. It's called Nein <laughs> That's their second <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Auf und nieder. Sorry, I'm a little out of the scene right now. This, we're playing a little thrash it or gas it. You know? <laughs> Wait, which one's the good one? <laughs> Neither one. I gas it, I guess. That's what Rob and Noah are playing in the hot tub. <laughs> or in our room, on our balcony. Schnell das Juden! Schnell raus mit dir! Juden schnell! Much better. Much different from what I was just doing. I would play their earlier stuff. This is like happy, upbeat Rammstein. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yep, totally. Absolutely. I swear to God, I was about to say, this sounds like if Rammstein played a gay pride parade. <laughs> if Rammstein took Molly. Yeah. Wait, why wouldn't Rammstein in their current form play a gay pride parade? Have you seen their videos? No, but they sound happier. Yeah, not the, it's not the gay part. It's the fact that gay pride parades are very exuberant. Yeah. Woo! Noah and I are dancing. Now it's Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So this was fun because like in the middle of the set they did a costume change and they mm-hmm. came out in their like Stormtrooper yeah. outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did they ride on a in a uh, sort of a set designed cattle car out to the <laughs> I heard Phil Anselmo's open. Oh, my God. F- Phil A. Anselmo. Yes. Which one? I was going to ask. Not B. Oh, my God. Just like thinking about the cruise right now is just making me miss it. I think I have PTSD. So let's go through. We got we or got to Fort Lauderdale the first day. We stayed. We came a day early. So oh, yeah. We, we, we checked into it. the hotel and we like walked by Voivod having lunch. Which you haven't lived until you've seen an 80s uh, metal band. Sitting uncomfortably poolside, waiting for their food, <laughs> like in all Jason black. Is Jason still with them or no? No, oh. it's been a while. Uh, and then we we 
ran to the beach. Like we, we got in, dropped our clothes, dropped our suitcases. Nude, fully nude, ran to the beach. <laughs> just cock and balls flopping put around. On, put oh. our bathing suits on. <laughs> oh, okay. Noah's oh. cock and balls were not flopping oh. around. And then we went to She the- left them in her suitcase. <laughs> no, they like sit really close to my body so they don't flap around. <laughs> oh. She's doing the tuck. And then we, we walked <laughs> to the beach. Now, on the map, it was three blocks, but it was a 20-minute walk because <laughs> it's so far. But we really got to know the neighborhood. And Fort Lauderdale is the most depressing town I've ever been in. Worse than Atlantic City? Yes. Wow. Because well, it's all old people. Yeah, and we should say how, like, on the airplane right over there, like, there were so many versions of our mothers. Oh, my God. Yes, and- so many old Jewish ladies. Uh. It was torture. <laughs> Let's start. Everyone around us, like Noah just said, was a different kind were of. Were they interacting with you though? Not interacting with us, but they were Not, so loud I mean, you can't help yeah, but hear them. They were just being really opinionated and loud. I heard one yeah. of the old ladies yelled out to Mama Raba as you were. <laughs> I gave her a high five, oh, but we okay. didn't talk. It's because it was Mama Raba. I just happened <laughs> to be on the same flight. Uh, yeah, but then just seeing people walking around. I mean, you know, it's it wasn't like they were doing anything. They were living their life, and they. We're having fun, but it was just, unco- it was like being in a horror movie. Yeah, cause, and uh, yeah, it was kind of like an episode of Black Mirror where like Rob and I were the only young people around, uh-huh. and everyone else was like in a wheelchair or yeah. It really cane. makes you confront your own mortality. Like I'm gonna be like this <laughs> yeah. if you're lucky. If you yeah. stay out of Fort Lauderdale, that's true. It, they, those are the lucky people because yeah. I'm sure all of those places are really expensive. No, uh, I'm just saying if you, get, live if you live that long. Oh, those people are all 35. They're just Uh, Fort Lauderdale's uh, water has something in it. It's bad for your skin. So we went to the beach. We got there a little late. Like, it it is You got somewhere late? (laughs) No. I don't believe it. What? It had nothing to do with, like, arriving on time. I just mean late for the day because the sun was setting. Who booked the flight? What do you mean who booked the flight? I booked the flight. Yeah, so you could have booked an earlier flight. Yeah. No. Still your fault. Go on. All right. <laughs> so, so it was a little too breezy to like go too far into the water. Although I attempted it, Noah did not. Like it was a little too cool to go yeah. in the water. I don't want to be. I don't like being cold. Mm-hmm. Sid, why do you have a confusing look on your face? I just, I don't. I haven't been to the beach in so long. I didn't know that was a thing. I forgot that was. Sure. A thing. Yeah. Well, if the sun is out, it's much yeah, warmer. Yeah, it was very windy and like a little bit of uh, like there were a little bit of clouds, so I didn't have the sun to like really warm me up. Um, but Rob and I sat on the beach and listened to some live cast song parodies that you, yeah. can, that you can hear on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MILivecast. It's true. And we sang along to them. Uh, we went through all the hits. And then, uh, I guess when I went into the water or something, uh, we got a bunch of snacks before and Noah got Funyuns. And, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that picture. And, uh, I must've left a Funyun out. And a seagull oh, grabbed no. it, and then twenty other seagulls came. Then, and like, yeah, like it. all the other seagulls got the memo. They're, They're like, "Wait a minute, there's Funyuns." There's a man giving out poison. <laughs> but like, we couldn't really so, pick up on it for a second, and then all of a sudden, we look up, and like, <laughs> there's twenty seagulls hovering oh, around on. us. You're missing an important part of this. So I ran away from the blanket, right? Uh-huh. And Rob came out of the water, and we went back to the towel, and we're like, "All right, I guess we should just go." And uh, so I put the rest of the Funyuns in a shopping bag and Rob picks it up and drops it. And as he drops the Funyun bag, 50 seagulls oh come and attack God. us. They, they attack the bag like hardcore. And, and we, they, uh, we had to run away from the bag. <laughs> oh Fucking Funyuns, those poor birds. They're better <laughs> off eating a plastic six pack ring. Yeah, seriously. 
<laughs> Better off eating the bag that you broke open. <laughs> they they probably did that too. Check like uh, the Fort Lauderdale news website. There's probably a report about 50 dead seagulls found on the beach. <laughs> Nobody knows what happened. We should say that like in that bag that Rob dropped, there was also the rest of our Twizzlers. Oh my god! So I don't know what happened. Se- yeah, no, we know. finished the Twizzlers. It was just the garbage. Bag. Oh, just the garbage yeah. bag. All right. Well, we still polluted by mistake. We, like de- a- we definitely polluted, but that was it. Was either our lives or the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then that happened. Then we uh, went to dinner at like the <laughs> nicest restaurant on the Yelp within like you know a few miles of mm-hmm. us, and it was this. I've never been to a larger restaurant. It was like the size of a football stadium. Yeah. It was so huge. Yeah, it was basically, so we asked for outside seatings, and she so walked. feed more seagulls? <laughs> yeah, she's just asking well, for it. You know what it's it is? just in. 40 seagulls dead from Funyun poisoning. More news as it develops. I'd say Funyun poisoning should be the episode title, but maybe they'll be our sponsor one day, so let's not yeah. do that. We'll go back and change it later. It could be dead seagulls instead. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to be outside as much as possible because we don't have that luxury living in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And she basically walked us a block. There was just so much space in that restaurant hmm. to the outside seat. Was it so packed? Were there a lot of people or was it mostly empty? There were people, but it didn't feel packed because it was so spacious. Mm. Was the food yeah. good? Yeah. Was, was it cold by the time it got to you? <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of was. He used a drone to deliver oh, it to nice. us. Okay. <laughs> Well, there's nobody within 30 miles of Fort Lauderdale that can walk properly yeah. with it yeah. and hurting their joints. They're all on rascal scooters. <laughs> so they actually get to their table pretty quickly. First ride there. You were the only ones walking. They should just set up tables along a staircase so they can use that staircase <laughs> rider to serve you. That would be amazing. That would be neat. The one that Polly Holiday died on in Gremlins when she went through the uh, oh God. through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> So go on. So what else, Rob? Uh, so I think that was it for Fort Lauderdale. And then we kind of woke up the next day. We got breakfast. And again, it was very depressing because seeing all the people around us talking about their everyday lives. Oh, yeah. It oh, just... it was this woman. She was like bragging about uh, a Tom Petty tattoo that she was going to get. <laughs> really? And she was saying how like she's going to get like a guitar and this and that. And it was just some like. Randomly, I mean, she's like again, she's living her life. <laughs> but yeah, we're not. Judging. She was actually slightly younger than the typical Fort Lauderdaleian. There's yeah. not wrong. Tom Petty's from Florida, mm. local legend. It's mm. fine. Okay. I just yeah. All right. So then we we were like, let's just let's get our asses to this boat, and we totally cut the line, which was awesome. By the way, Rob just got an oh my my oh hell yes tattoo with a picture yeah. of Noah's ass on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're infatuated. It's Rob. like one of those. Ta- it's on my calf. So like your when calf? I my calf, 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 my calf, your calf on my calf. <laughs> so when I move and flex it, it's like her yeah. butt's shaking. Okay. That's how it, that's how it works. It's, it's a 3D tattoo. Wait, you have oh, a wait, tattoo of 3D. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're gonna get one of Sid left out trifecta get it on your other cow <laughs> uh, so we check in and of course the first thing we do after we uh, drop our bags we go get food and then we... oh, you didn't on, smoke I'm drugs trying to remember no, drug. no. and so uh, we go get food 
And it's at the buffet. We ate so much food. We ate every type of food. Highlight for me, lamb shank. Mm. The lamb shank is excellent. What was the food highlight for you? I mean, everything. I just like that it was abundant and free. And at any point that and I And never wanted. ending, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the buffet would essentially be open all the time. And then we went out of our way to go to the sit-down restaurant for dinner every night, which was great. It was so funny because uh, Vince Nielsen from Metal Sucks was on the cruise. And we, on like the third day, we did like a group dinner. And he was like, you guys have been coming here every day? And we're like, I yeah. I didn't even like, know this place existed. Yeah, and we're like, Why yeah, you- it was like a point of ours to come here every day. Did you not tell him until the last day on purpose? Well, we kind of um, were each on our own little like, route. Like each, yeah, like each room was like its own group. Mm-hmm. And Rob and I were, we, we were a tag team and then everyone else. Yeah, and so like we would run into each other at like sure. one of the shows and then we would like hang out for a while mm-hmm. and, and then someone would be like, oh, I want to go see this band and the, another one would be like, oh, I'm going to go see this band and we'd split off and then, you know, it'd be like a, come and go situation oh. yeah <laughs> so it was basically should we say who the groups were or? yeah so it was me and noah were one group vince nielsen and emperor rhombus who sat in on the show uh with axel rosenberg a few weeks ago uh, were another group and franklin frank okay uh, Fra- frank godla and uh nick. was with our buddy nick not the nick who's been on our show uh nick from uh hogwash i guess his hogwash bandmate yeah I don't know what any of that is. And then it was Brian Storm and his friend Ryan. Brian yeah. and Ryan? Mm-hmm. Brian and That's Ryan. That's confusing. And so we would just meet up. We would hang out, you know, such and such. Let's see. What was what happened on the first night? What was the highlight uh, of the first the night? The highlight of the first night was that hot tub night? The only one? Yeah. I think that was the second night. I think we... The thing is about Noah and I was three of the four nights we were like, should we call it early? <laughs> <laughs> and and two of those nights we very much did oh. well for me it was the last night because i had to go to work the next day and rob like you you ended up going out yeah but the first night too i think we called it early the first night but what is early like 10 no, no. When, when did we go to bed oh i have to look at the schedule to see what band we saw last <laughs> Did you miss like good bands because you'd rather sleep? The thing no. about being on that cruise is that you just kind of like lose track of time. You don't know what day it is. You don't know what hour it is. You're just kind of like living by the band schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's the thing. And also, all the bands play twice. So even if you do miss them the first time around, you still got another chance. Yeah. Uh. So the first day. No, yeah, we didn't even make it to Creator, which was oh yeah, we did. Eleven. Oh yeah, we saw Enslaved. That was the last band. Okay, so, and then we went to get the buffet. So we were in bed by like 12, 12 No, 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 no. Okay, so this is what it was. We went to see Enslave. The sound was bad. We were like, let's just go back to the room really quick. And then we were like, let's just lay down for a second. And then we never got up. <laughs> that was exactly what it was. All right. So that was night one. Night two, Noah began her day with a massage. From you? No, no a professional, professional one. <laughs> Why didn't you also get one? I didn't oh, yeah. want one. I, went, I got an excursion for the day uh, when we were... At Grand Turk. Yeah, I got a hot stone massage, which was the first time I had ever done that. Explain. Um, so basically, uh, the masseuse uses hot stones to like relieve muscle tension and aches and all that stuff. And like, I really are they very it. hot or just warm? Hot. Like burn you hot? No, they're just hot. Otherwise, it wouldn't be you know. Are they heavy? Are they like 
boulders or like teeny little pebbles? How how how? I've I've never uh, seen this. I don't know. I thought you said you had a stone to massage. Ah, well, probably that too. <laughs> no, it was just um like a nice, sto- like hot stone that they rub all over you. One just so it's one stone. No, it's a couple of them. They use. Uh, so I, I don't know. The massage is not important. I, I want the full picture painted. I know what lamb shank is like. I don't know what a hot stone <laughs> massage is like. I was going to gather stones to stone. Also, no. <laughs> uh, what were you? Dre- how were you dressed? I just wore my underwear. Top Good. and bottom? Underwear is just bottom. <laughs> Isn't a bra underwear? It's a bra. A bra is a bra. But it's something you wear. Bra- it, I thought that counted as underwear. God, I'm lost. So, well, anyway. You, so you got hot stones on your nips? No, she doesn't put them in sensitive areas like your nipples. Then why didn't she just leave the bra on? Maintain some modesty. Because, because it's, it's restricting. My back. Yeah, and it doesn't doesn't feel comfortable wearing a bra. Have you tried so it? So they put stones on your neck and your back? And my pussy and my crack. <laughs> Were there stones on your... Wait, wait, wait. Were they putting stones on your pussy and your crack? No. Right okay. up in there. She was, she was very professional. <laughs> and she was really good. And it was just very relaxing. Uh like torture. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's really I, not. It's I, really nice. It would singe my back hair. It's like a combination of how they used to murder you, like five thousand. <laughs> Have you yeah, ever had like like a warm blanket, like one of those electric blankets, or like a warm towel? Warm you towel, sure. yeah. So like it's at like the that. sushi restaurant. But no rock yeah, exactly. restaurant. That it, it's as warm as that. But that's me applying it to myself. It's not some stranger burning me. How and there's no it's rocks not a burn. involved. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, they're not burning me. You guys are the most close-minded, yeah, open-minded people I I've ever met. I definitely am. <laughs> uh, anyway, so while Noah was doing that, I just woke up as well because we got plenty of sleep that night. Yeah. And I got really hungry, so I just went and, and got food on my own. And then I went for my first hot tubbing, and that was lovely. And then I met up with Noah, and then we sat out by the pool. Mm-hmm. And then we were about to go in the pool, and then it started raining. So we went to get ice cream. <laughs> That's Florida. Hmm. And that was amazing. And then so we actually saw some bands. Wait, the ice cream was amazing? Yes. Yeah, the ice cream was amazing. So there was a soft serve. There was a soft serve machine on the pool deck, unlimited, all you can all you can soft serve. Uh last year they had you they allowed you to do it yourself, but now they actually had an attendant there at okay. all times, which had to be up there with one of the worst jobs. Just because you're just standing for hours and pouring ice cream. Can That's you all you're off, doing. Get high off your own supply? I guess you, you could sneak in some scoops. <laughs> it's well, it's soft serve. There's no scoops. It's a machine. But you could put it's it a in machine. a scoop. A person soft serves it to you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you can't do anything on your own. They were all about like trying to maintain like a germ-free boat, which is good. Fun. They were yeah. like shoving Purell in our hands <laughs> as we were walking into the the uh, buffet. They know like, their audience. Dirty dick. <laughs> they were. They were very, very serious about it. And it's like, all right, I got a Purell. Like, you can't, what are you going to do, turn it down? Like, no, I'm going to be yeah. gross. Yeah. They don't uh, want a diarrhea boat situation. Yeah. So apparently, I didn't realize this on the first night, we actually docked. Uh, oh, yeah. Because someone had like a, an was appendix name, issue. Come on. <laughs> the boat docked. Oh, all right. <laughs> Not Rob and I. I know, boats could do that. Yeah, like four in the morning, someone had to be ambulanced off. Partying too hard? Possibly, I don't know. What is appendix? <laughs> yeah. We saw Exodus, who were great. They were really, really fun. And Steve Souza, who's called into the show, is a, is an expert frontman. 
Yeah, uh, he he was really good. Are you talking about the first day or the second day? Second. Now we're on, I'm on day two. Yeah, and we also saw. We, we saw Swallow the Sun the first We day saw day. Swallow the Sun, which was the most emo, melodic death S- metal band. S-U-N or S-O-N? That's S-U-N. Michael Jackson's uh, last band. Oh, oh, the sun, clarify. yeah. Which sun you're talking about? I thought they were good. Ian Watkins. <laughs> yeah, that's they, were, they were good, and Noah made he the He tried joke. out for the band, and then he showed up to rehearsal and was so bummed out. I thought it was something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> False advertising. <laughs> S-U-N? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> they had, they really went all out. They brought a string section. They brought backup vocalists. No, you were joking that, what were, what were you joking? Like that just any of their friends were like, hey, take me with yeah, you. They yeah, they just got their own floor of the fucking ship. Yeah. I mean, I was wondering, like, do bands get compensated for this or do they just get like a free vacation and they just play a little bit? No, they get compensated. Probably not a ton. But it's probably, yeah, like it's probably a little above. Well, anyway, then, worth it. then we saw Exodus and they were great. And then I asked Rob to please come and watch Sonata Arctica with <laughs> me. And and I, I did it. He did. <laughs> <sighs> and then he went to sit down as soon as they started. He was not into it. It was nap time? Uh, no, it wasn't nap time. No, this was like... I was ready to go. The, the second day is the day that we went really hard, I felt. Yeah. Because then uh, that's when... Okay, so we went to see Cannibal Corpse after. Yeah, so it was Exodus. Then we went to see Dia Apocalyptician Raider. And then we saw Sonata <laughs> Arctica. This is Sonata Arctica, was... by the way. Oh, that's... Oh, that's... It, just the, the most... <laughs> the well, cheesiest like, of power metal. Arctica, right? And they sounded great. They sounded just like this. It's like, for me, like, the thing with power metal is it's like, it's very dangerously bordering on just plain pop music. It's like power pop music. Like 80s pop. Yeah. Corny Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. Like, it's so, and the majority of the boat was there for the power metal. Which a lot of them are from yeah. Europe and whatever. I mean, and I don't mean the, like it's just it's amazing what kind of an audience this draws. Sounds kind of like Eddie Money or something. You know, like. What? <laughs> really? No, it yeah. doesn't. This is wimpier than Eddie Money. A little. When it, when does it peak? What, what's like a good Sonata Arctica song? Now? I didn't even <laughs> say I don't like this. I'm just saying it's. I'm giving examples. Album. Yeah. Uh, up. It really sounds like Sticks. My album. Well, I was sad to learn that they played uh, the song Talula, which is about a girl that he likes, and we walked out of there too early. I missed it. This guy's like 60. He likes a girl? No, he's, he's pretty long. How do you spell it? How do you spell uh, the song? T-A-L-L. Oh, they only have a live version. Is that okay? Oh, good. It'll be like this. Talula. Kalua. Listen to the girls! Yeah, it's crazy. Havana. They're squealing. This, this is a love song. It's about a girl who falls in love with like the drummer of his band or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Cause I'm walking in Memphis, <laughs> thinking about the girl I banged 30 years ago. Walking in Memphis. I can't imagine this band's ever been in Memphis. It doesn't seem like it fit. It doesn't fucking match. <laughs> Mark Conata, Arctica. I guess you need to 
When does it kick in? Does it kick in? Yeah. Some tiny dancer. <laughs> okay, then there's like another verse. You can oh fast forward a bit. Horrendous. <laughs> oh, there it is. This is what it kicks in? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is the chorus. We're three minutes in. Past the halfway point. Okay, well, you can. Oh, here it comes. No, no. Uh, wow! No, this is the bridge. You you fast forwarded too much. Rob, you skipped over the good part. Come on. This is you can't possibly really like this. I do. I like it a lot. What do you mean you can't possibly like? Why can't you? Because it's horrendous like to you. It's subjective. It's laughable. Get over horrible. yourself, Jesus. It's not so about me, man. It's, I don't think it's, it's as horrendous as it is. Yeah, it's fine. Like a parody. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, man. it's not my cup of tea. But it's how could you listen to that? Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Sid. I mean, I if you were like sixty, you. if you're like a Norwegian dad, this really sounds like the Scorpions. Well, it's kind of in the same like a wimpier Scorpions. So I'm not saying that even as a negative. I'm just hearing the score. Lovely recommended only the broken hearts parenthesis make you beautiful. Oh, that's another song. That's or? another one. I wasn't sure if that was a band. Here we go. This also sounds like the Scorpions. I think maybe this, is this like a setup? They're trolling us. To, uh, we just hear no one like you. That's a really good song. By, uh, I like that song the Scorpions wrote about uh, Rob in the hot tub. Winds of change. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Listen to those backup vocals. Oh. oh, this is a good song. I'm doing the Charlie Brown kind of I mean, I have to say, the singer, like, he hits these notes. He live. does hit the notes. Good singer. Yeah, it's notes. Not... I don't hear any impressive notes. This isn't Serge Tankian. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck out of here with notes. <laughs> and there's a song about a girl I used to love. I love her. <laughs> It's just okay, all. So now you saw both sides of Sonata Arctic. I have to say, like, people say that, like, all death metal sounds the same. Or, like, it's just noise, or, like, all grind sounds the same. Like, I can barely discern this from, like, Nightwish. There's not a genre of <laughs> metal another, where the artists don't all sound the same, though. It's not any Nightwish one is just more symphonic true. than that. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But, like, the, it's all, like, the same type of melody structure, I feel. It's the whatever. Scorpions. It's, the same, like, it's just the Scorpions. Yeah. That's all. Area code 443. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Dan from Maryland. Hello. What's hey, up, Dan? Dan from Maryland. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm just calling in because uh, I actually briefly met you guys outside Obscura, and uh, I think at the time you said you were going on your way to Sonata Arctica, and I was like, yeah, I guess everyone has different tastes. 
<laughs> That's the nicest way you could have said Okay, that. so thank you for putting this in context because we were very drunk, yeah. I remember, at Obscura. Obscura was amazing. Obscura oh, was yeah. maybe my favorite band. That's when I well, started dancing, favorite. so I was definitely drunk by then. Yeah, oh yeah, this is when, when the, the shots started. Oh, right, right, this, right. Yeah, so like we were kind of on our own this day, and then we finally met up with the whole gang, and they injected so much energy into us, metaphorically, so watch it. <laughs> Uh, because I feel like if we didn't meet up with the gang, we would have probably kind of gone to bed after. Like I would have never. Obscure played at like one in the morning, and it was like I'm not I'm not staying up for this. But but we did, and Obscure were really good. They were the possible them and Mushuga were the heaviest bands. I would say. I guess no. There was like uh, internal bleeding. I don't know, yeah. No no no. They were on the heavier aborted. side. Were they were like one of the rare non power metal bands. Yeah, aborted as well. Oh, yeah, boy, so they boy, were boy. great. And then we walk out and we run into Dan, who... Dan the man. Dan the man we from Maryland. We actually asked Dan to take a photo of us. And, right? Was it Dan? Was that no. you, Dan? No. No. Uh, I don't think so. No, that was somebody else. Oh. Noah was drunk. You got to excuse you find her. find a fan <laughs> and you make them take a picture of just the two of you without the fan. No, but I don't think we knew <laughs> Noah was a fan. Noah said this. No, that was somebody else. Okay, no. sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, so he said you you were the one that that told me that you've been listening since you were sixteen, right? Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah, and I'm 24 now, so it's been a minute. Awesome. Well, okay, that um, part I remember. Yeah, Obscura was absolutely insane, and they were definitely they had the best sounds uh, in the Pyramid Lounge. I think that venue had like a lot of sound body issues. Sounds yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that was but, that your first? Yeah, uh, and, was that your first seventy thousand tons cruise? Yeah, it was. Uh, I was with friends who had been for like several years, including a couple of friends who had actually gotten engaged uh, a couple of years ago on the ship. But cool. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely insane. Uh, I saw Mashiga both times and was Same. in the pit both times. And uh, yeah. Cannibal Corpse was awesome too, as usual. But yeah, it was a pretty awesome experience. We Mashiga was like one of the few bands that we were like, okay, we have to show up ten or fifteen minutes early and get the right spot. Get a right spot. We actually did research the second night when they played the pool deck. We're like, where can we see them the best? Yeah. Where can we have the best experience? The first night we showed up so early that we were able to get the seats right in front of the sound guy, which hot tip is the most optimal place for the sound. Sweet spot. Yeah, it's the sweet spot because that's what's mixing the, it. Yeah, that's where he hears it, and that was amazing. I don't understand how there were seats for Mashuga. Well, like, we how stood was it set up. So it's it was basically it's set up they like a, a cruise. Theater. <laughs> they played. Yeah, the so it's like the 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 first show we saw for them was set up in like a Broadway theater. Yeah, so it's like it's a set up of Broadway theater, but they take out like the first ten rows of chairs for like a pit. Okay. But the pit is on an incline because, again, it's oh, still God. a theater. Uh, and like when we were watching Cannibal Corpse at the theater the second night, we were in the pit. We were in the pit. And it was maybe the most rocking, uh, literally, the boat was. Yeah. Oh, and metaphorically. But, <laughs> and it was on like, a slant. The boat was rocking. We were on a slant. So you really had to like place your feet down and like you have, to have a strong core you, you have to have a strong core and kind of sway with the boat while headbanging it was while drunk yeah a lot of things going sounds on sounds like a recipe for disaster. well i want to know great. dan uh what was like your favorite moment or like the craziest thing Meeting that you, you did? guys oh, stop. for me a rub 
No, for you, Dan. We have an hour and a half to talk. For me, it was meeting um, Dan. That yeah, was my see, favorite. Dan. Rob knows what's up. I'd say definitely the Tuma Sugar Pit and the second Cannibal Corpse Pit were absolutely insane. Oh, right. so you got like, in the pit? I enjoy seeing the mosh pits. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. he's 24, um, so. Good. And on the last day, it was pretty fun because of all the people in costumes and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so the last day is like an unofficial cosplay situation like uh yes, yes and i have to say a cruise is the perfect place to do a cosplay thing for a few reasons one uh if you're uncomfortable you can just walk back to your room it's five minutes away you don't have to worry about uh carrying a purse traveling or or getting jacket. on the train like like normies judging you you don't gotta worry about any of that also you don't have to carry anything around other than your your c-pass which is a card it's like a credit mm. card that's the only thing you have to worry about. So you don't even have to have a wallet or phone, whatever. You, you can leave that up? all in the car. Next year, I'll dress up. But this year, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, Noah did put on her fanciest uh, Slayer Rain and Blood tights, which were quite a hit. And yeah, uh, got a lot of compliments on it. And we ended up running into a guy who was also wearing tights, but of municipal waist. And while we were taking photos of the two of them, well, let's say goodbye to Dan first. We're not oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I don't want to keep Dan on the line, but we'll, we'll tell that story. So, Dan, non-music, what was your favorite moment of, of the cruise or your favorite part of the cruise other than the band? Um, it was pretty cool seeing a couple of the clinics. I saw uh, oh, cool. the Obscura Clinic with one of the guitarists and the bassist. Mm. And that was pretty interesting. And uh, I also saw the Giza Guitarist Clinic. And Oh, nice. Uh, it, it was pretty endearing how not good his English was, but They're then he would Japan. just go in and shred. I don't know if you saw them live, but he is absolutely fucking insane. I really wanted to see them live. They were one of the bands I sadly missed because I don't know what, what I was doing. Sleeping probably? <laughs> Eating? Uh, the first time they, they played was pretty early, but yeah. But they were cool. They were they are cool. I, I definitely dig the music. And uh, Dan, yeah, how many... Really how many times? How many times did you say you went on the seventy thousand tons of metal? I've only been on one time. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. he really Thanks, is Dad. Podcast listener, he knew. Uh, yeah. So Noah was taking a photo with the guy with the municipal pants. Sorry, let me let me let James. Go. Oh, you can talk. I just I like hearing it's comforting. I say goodbye. <laughs> So I was very proud of my Slayer Rain and Blood pants. I'd been saving a, I'd been saving them for a special occasion, and the cruise was it. And then Rob and I were leaving the dining room, and I noticed this guy wearing municipal waist tights. And I was like, oh, you know what? Those look a little bit cooler than mine. Maybe he's wearing uh, the coolest pants on the ship. <laughs> no, your ass looked way better than his ass. But it's not about the ass; it's about the pants in her, in what she's saying. Okay, that's fair. I like but I like the design of his pants. The design of the municipal waist tights were really cool. Did you yeah. like his ass though, Noah? Yeah, I mean, he was a pretty okay. attractive guy. So there you go. So then they were taking a photo, and he must have dropped something. So he goes to pick it up, and I just see it <laughs> the the ass split. His really? so basically his pants split. And he just had a giant hole in his ass. Was he wearing underwear? Yeah. Okay. He was wearing he was wearing a like a, a Bengal thong. Jesus. I was gonna Christ. say, how'd you see the hole in his ass if he <laughs> was wearing underwear? 
There's a thought. Oh, God. You got it out that quick? Well, we were they were setting up to take a photo. So basically, there was a trash can that said no cigarette butts. And he went up to it and he covered everything except the word butts. And he's like, let's yeah. take a photo. Oh, it's like this. The, the, the garbage can says cigarette butts only. Oh, okay. So he covered butts up cigarettes. Only. So it says butts only. So it says butts only. Excuse me. And they were going to take a photo with their butts. And again, Noah's showing off her magnificent rear. Derriere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I got the photo. And then it's him covering it up. And then you see his ass Yeah, you see his ass <laughs> It's a hole. We'll post that on social media this week. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Twitter.com slash MI Livecast. We'll tag him on MySpace too. Reminds me of Carol when she said, Y'all are butts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Before we get off the costumes, I wanted to say that Robbie pointed out to me there was a woman with an ISIS uh Costume? Oh yeah, there was so, so Really? Yes, yeah, so a woman dressed up as a member of ISIS with like a AK forty seven and everything. And uh, the people, and I guess like her thing is that she, she's known to uh, dress in provocative costumes. I guess I don't know. Who is what, she? On some celebrity? Just on the cruise? No, no, no. Just like a returning she's a, a cruise celebrity. Uh, yeah, she's a cruise. Well, like there's people that go on uh, multiple times, and it's a very tight knit community. The the people that go every year, you know, a Facebook group. They all talk. When you say provocative, do you mean she dresses sexually, like, or just like or edgy, edgy, all right, edgy costumes, edgy provocative? What would be a, a previous one? Oh, I, I don't remember that. Blackface. Uh, <laughs> well, like, well, she's, she's she, so yeah. she was. Uh, I believe she's Muslim, or, or uh, like I don't be, know, be from careful. somewhere be in that careful. region. Let's not make assumptions wrong. Uh, but oh, you spoke to her, right? No, oh, no, no, just based on her name. She's got one of those, you know, Muslim names. Yes. ISIS names, are you name, trying to say? Her name was Robert Passbody. <laughs> oh, come on. We are, there's only one of those. Rob's shooting daggers. That's now. not even a, a joke. Samantha. What, what's, the, what's the joke there, Sid? I don't know. Exactly. It's a so bad anyway, joke. You don't so like when I make assumptions about you. You should make assumptions about other people. Okay. There. Wow. Your point has been made. Check your privilege. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I. It's not that I was offended by it, but it just seemed like it was... Uh, it was not a good in, taste. In bad taste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh, I, completely. I'm not going to start a, a you know change.org petition. Was she about by it. herself? Was she with a group of friends? Like no, like there were photos of like people like taking photos together and like her pointing a gun at someone, like jokingly pointing a gun at somebody. But dressing up and mocking people, uh, a group of people who their whole deal is just beheading people. Yeah. Seems like not funny. Like I feel like I, it's the same as if someone dressed up as Hitler. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, not, it's not yeah. like Hitler and ISIS are bad things to make fun of. It's just, yeah. Like, can't you come up with anything else than that? Yeah, like, it's a little too more... soon, also, I feel like. <laughs> For which? For ISIS. Oh, Hitler, not Hitler? Yeah, borderline. Bord- <laughs> Depends how well done the outfit is. Well, one of my favorite moments was after Nagelfar was done and the lights went on and I start walking away from the stage, I see a guy dressed as the princess from Frozen Ah. with like the wig and the dress and everything. He looked really good. He looked really good. So he was like my favorite costume. Then I saw a guy in like a full beekeeper's outfit. I thought (laughs) that was hysterical. Four Jesuses on the boat. And then everybody's um, got the hair for it. So mm -hmm. it makes sense. It's easy. And then another really good one was Pee Wee Herman. Because the guy looked exactly like him. Yeah, he could totally pass. It was creepy. Douglas Levison in the chat asks, oh. 
Do tickets go on sale for that boat before the bands are announced? I feel that people buy tickets before they know all the bands. I've always been like do a cruise or <laughs> Prog Power. He always wanted to do a cruise or do Prog Power. Uh, yes. The, cruise. the tickets go on sale before the bands are announced. Some bands are announced, I think, when the tickets go on sale, but they don't announce all the bands. Yeah. And they added you Exodus the, like last the week. Minute. Yeah, like the week once it was sold out already. Uh, but if you like Power Metal, there's a lot of power metal on the screws. There's a good variety. Like if you just look yeah. at the lineups over the past couple of or like like all the years, it's just a really good blend. Like the, there's definitely going to be more than enough for you to see. Yeah. And do. And price wise, let me ask: Is it more expensive than a non-music? Like if you just went on a regular? No, cruise? it's the same exact price as a regular cruise. Okay. But there's okay. actual entertainment that you would enjoy. I, that, like not that thinking, I would enjoy. That, not, but you can go on a punk cruise or whatever. Or... No, I wouldn't even do that. Mm. Well, I don't think they have like, at least not that I know of, that take multiple days. They have like shows on boats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just, I don't know. It seems weird to me. They have boats and shows. Uh, and Rikishi's shows. Chaps points oh. out that <laughs> next year she'll dress up as Chris Benoit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Then somebody's got to go as baby Daniel. Uh, but yeah, so but it, it was great. The boat, it's such a great time. There's so much to do besides seeing bands, which is the majority and, of what you're going to be doing. And there's so much entertainment happening like outside the venues. Like every time you run into George Fisher of Cannibal Corpse. We George Corpse Rinder Fisher is like the, the biggest mascot. mensch in the world. Yeah. He was yeah totally the mascot of the cruise. People swarmed him, swarmed him, us included. And he was so nice and so friendly to everyone taking photo. Like he could have been like, fuck off. But he was he was having a good he time. Was just everyone... like, yeah. It, it, and it wasn't just a photo. He was like talking to them. Like, well, he if he wasn't willing to do that, he probably wouldn't just be out exposed like that. Yeah. The thing is like about this cruise is there's, yeah, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah, you, you want to go get yeah. food, you have to be amongst everyone. Or you could else. ask somebody to go. Bring I guess you, you some. could get room service, yeah. but it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to just stay in your cabin. All yeah, day. and he wasn't just like hanging around one bar. Like you saw him all over the all ship, all over, always talking to fans. Experiencing it all. Yeah, it was great. And Cannibal Corpse ripped it live. Yeah. They were so good live, and he was so good. And it's so we. It was so weird <laughs> watching. Cannibal Corpse after we hung out with him for two hours. Now that hours. he's your best friend? Yeah, now that we're like great buddies yeah. and follow each other on Instagram. It wasn't weird. It was like no, more no, no. fun to it see. It was cool. It was like, oh my God, that's right. This is fucking Corpse Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> but he was great. Uh, he was awesome. The highlight for me, without question, was Meshuggah. We saw them twice. But seeing them outside on the pool deck at like 11 o'clock at night with the moon light above them and like just the whole thing, the sound couldn't have been more perfect. Like an outdoor situation is the way to see Meshuggah. There's no walls for their riffs to bounce off of. It just yeah, escapes great. into the air. So it sounds great. And it was so good. It was a religious experience for me. You know? Me and Noah were losing our shit yes. to Meshuggah. How many times does each band play? Twice. Twice, yeah. Each band plays twice. Although that band Swallow the Sun played every day for some reason. I don't I understand they like fill in for someone they played on every day every day on every stage oh maybe they did fill. i don't know if anybody canceled that i'm not sure maybe somebody just i don't see them on day three someone was hung over yeah you oh, just shit. didn't like them so much that you're just going around saying that so you could <laughs> no i i i like the music i just didn't like how it seemed like the singer didn't want to be there he mm. was like of who? that kind of guy of what band <laughs> swallow the swallow sun. the sun the michael jackson band yeah he wanted to be swallowing some sun. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, anyway, so at night on day two, that's when we went to the hot tub, right? Yeah. So after, right before, like it was like two thirty. Dark tranquility. We saw dark, dark tranquility, and then Noah turned to me like, "Rob, I think it's time to do the hot tub," and I'm like, "Noah, I agree." And we went. Yeah, actually, it was at two in the morning that we went to the hot tub because it yeah. was after Obscura. Yeah, it was right before Aborted played because we we heard <laughs> yep. Aborted from the hot, hot tub. tub. Ab- yep, yep, aborted yep. sounded great, by the way. And yeah. they were on wonderful a death metal band. Oh my god! One of the highlights. They've been around a while. Yeah, I remember like like uh, when Metal Injection was a TV show and you were like talking about Aborted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was so great. And what was hilarious was. Uh, Ben and Frank and Nick like walked past us and we're like, join us in the hot tub. You know, the party's here. And we actually convinced Ben, I mean, uh, Vince Nielstein and uh-huh. uh, Nick, uh, our buddy Nick, uh, to, to hop in with us. Frank Frank was not a hot tub kind of guy. Well, did he give you a reason? He wanted to see Aborted. Mm. He's, he's actual music fan. He doesn't have time. For I heard of all of these. I, I saw Aborted the second time they played too. They were great. Yeah. They were excellent. That's the thing. Like, if you don't see them the first time around, you always have another chance. But what if they play different sets? You want to hear every. You want to hear the B sides. Yeah. yeah. Frank's so then, a com- aborted completist. So we stayed in the hot tub for a bit. Then we got a little uh, early morning buffet to absorb all the alcohol that we were drinking. Breakfast and then we went buffet. To sleep. No, it was like uh, from the midnight buffet. Oh, so, so like, <laughs> like all the leftover food. Uh, we basically ate it. But I can't tell you how clutch that is. Like, when you're super drunk, you got to stuff a little food in there. Yeah. And soak it up. Soak it all up. And we woke up fine the next morning. Yeah. And so next morning was the day at sea. I mean, at, at uh, port. We were in Grand Turk. And I want to mention, when I went on my guided tour and the local captain was welcoming us, he said, I would like to welcome you all to Grand Turk and Kaikos. So fuck you, Sid. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, well, you don't have to believe me because I was there and I witnessed it. And I, I felt so you... redemption. <laughs> anyway, so I decided to do an excursion. Uh, initially, it was uh, I was going to do a snuba thing, what? which have is somewhere heard? between scuba and snorkeling. And, and snor- snorkeling, okay. yes. Uh, but I guess because of low visibility, it got canceled. Anyway, so... The meetup was at 1030, so I was like, I'm going to wake up at 9 so I don't have to rush, go get food, you know, like, take it easy, show up early to this thing. And then um, I look at my uh, clock or whatever. I look at my phone, and one minute it's like 8.45 a.m. I'm like, all right, I got a few seconds. And then the next minute, or in a few minutes, and I didn't like really black out or anything it was 10 so there was a time change there was a one hour time change Uh-oh. so i rushed to go get like you know I but do rushed. you know which time zone your meetup time was well i rushed to for? get to the fucking pier and then they tell me like oh no the excursion is on both times so you still have an, <laughs> you still have an it's the first time, time you've been early for something though yeah now and i just got to tell you it's a different time well zone. then i learned it was canceled so not only like you're early and it's canceled <laughs> well you're never gonna be early for anything again after that that's a problem of negative reinforcement it, yeah <laughs> But then they're like, oh, there's a scuba diving, I mean, a snorkeling trip you can do. And I'm like, well, whatever. I'm out here and I wanted to be amongst the fishes. So I went and did that. And that was pretty crazy because there was a hundred people on the excursion. All from the cruise? All from the cruise. I guess. Yeah. Who else is on the island? Uh, But like, that's a lot of people to go uh, snorkeling with. It was a little crowded. Yeah. You can't (laughs) see anything but people that 
Yeah. People were like bumping into me, like like yeah. swimming under me. It was like, look at the fuck. That like sucks. it was a little bit of an invasion of personal space. But the good thing is, Imagine after how the fish feel after five minutes, uh, most of the people uh, chickened out and like got back on the boat. Why? I don't know. Just the uh, the breathing uh, and like, and it's really. It really takes a lot out of you, respiratory wise. Especially since people are drinking from like the oh, night yeah. before. Just people definitely like, showed people up drunk from the night before. Vomit? No, there was, was no. I didn't see any vomit because I was. I was there. There had to have been vomit. But that's what the fish eat. They eat the vomit. They what? They're not. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's seen that before. Yeah, I've definitely seen that before. Where have uh, you seen, where have you seen fish? The eat last vomit? time I went snorkeling, <laughs> somebody else puked. And uh, then all the fish. It was just, it was just uh, like the seagull experience on the oh. beach, except with fish. Well, you've yeah. never tried vomit. Maybe it's good. <laughs> You're right. Who are we to judge? <laughs> of course, no. I've tried. I've swallowed yeah, my own. Yeah, that's not true. But fish vomit might be good. No, no, no. It's human vomit. That I'm just eat. saying. Maybe fish like vomit because oh, I see. They vomit and eat their own vomit. So. But you're right. I was totally thinking about what you were saying, Sid. Is how invaded the fish must have felt when a hundred fucking giant humans are swimming around (laughs) but it was but then they started barfing so the fish gobbled it up there yeah so it was all right it was a it was a great experience it's so surreal to see the coral reefs and see all these like exotic looking fish that just look like the only time i've the only reference to these fish i have is like an old window screensaver (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh these are real yeah uh well that and watching planet earth which is an amazing documentary oh and you've eaten holodias isn't that like vomit (laughs) it's pretty close you're right looks like it (laughs) uh but that it was amazing the then on the boat so the captain and i and all of the the helpers were Jamaican and they were like, oh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party, play some music. We'll play our music. But if you want to play some of yours, you know, we could do that, too. Uh, So once we finished with the snorkeling, they gave out like fruit punch with rum, Mm. which was great. And it was so, so nice of them. And then so they start playing music and the music they're playing are like all uh, like Bruno Mars, like all Mark Ronson produced stuff, like Bruno Mars, heads. like uh, uh, Justin Timberlake. No, 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 like just pop songs. Okay. Uh, and I have to tell you, after two days of straight metal, it was very refreshing to just hear like a basic pop song, and not especially after doing the the whole snorkeling thing. You know, you're you kind of get like a headache, you get get like a little bit seasick almost, mm-hmm. just from all the activity and and catching your breath and all that. And then naturally, like immediately, someone's like, hey, can we change it? Yeah. <laughs> and then they put on some metal, which was great, too. It was fun. Uh, and what was hilarious is the moment the metal started playing, the entire boat cheered as if there wasn't enough metal in their yeah, lives seriously. for the last two days. But anyway, so they played like two songs. This person played two songs. And then somebody else came up and to play a song, another person on the ship. And they played EDM, like like some sort of dancey mm-hmm. thing. And one guy got up with like, "No, we this is we cannot play. This is and he unplugged it. Oh, it's like we are not playing this. This is this is insulting to me to listen to this music." And I, I'm like, "Dude, was, was he 14 years old? It, he was a no. He was in like in his 30s. He was a, he was a fully man. grown fucking That's man That's being a stereotypical embarrassing metal elitist." Yeah. Oh. Like I, well, who do you think is going on a fucking metal cruise? It was the most, that's not true. Everyone, casual fans. 
the majority, 99% of the people we met couldn't have been nicer. We're so cool. The first night we went to our fancy dinner, we were sat at a random table with other people. It was like great. Yeah, but you didn't put on EDM music for them. It's a very specific situation. So you're saying they only listen. Like, what, what are you saying? That I'm just talking about a person who would get upset if you put dance music on, not a person mm. who would be a dick to you while you're having you dinner. Don't know. It's you a don't completely know. different situations. Well, anyway, uh, it was just a very cringy yeah. moment. And the, the guy on the ship was like, hey, everyone can play a song. Calm down. All right. Yeah, relax. So, did they plug it back in and finish the song? They played. Or? No, they just played pop music. They play, They they actually just put their music back on because oh. the guy was being a dick. You should have so put like, um, the, the cover the Dorinsky song. You should have put that on. <laughs> I have to say, almost the entire cruise, <laughs> I had that. <laughs> me too, because we listened to it on the beach. So yeah. like, just I kept hearing, "Come kiss me, Dorinsky, Dorinsky come, come on." on. <laughs> just that part over. Come on. And then, like one last thing that was kind of like a highlight for me was when we had our um, group dinner and like the Vikings came into the dining room. Yeah, so there's these people that dress up like Vikings. And it's like for the entirety of the show. No, for the entirety of the cruise, not just the cosplay day. Yeah, and it was maybe like a group of like 30 of them. And they just like... They stormed the dining room. Literally stormed. Food! Are these like... Are they part of the show or are they like patrons patrons. that think think they're part of the show? I think the ones who started are like Norwegians and then like... They're true Scandinavians. Like most of them are true Scandinavians, but it's like a group of friends and every day they have a group dinner and it's grown... And the idea is they have a reservation and they ask. The joke is that the tables are set up like a penis. So it's oh. a long it's a long table. And then at the end, the there are two rounds. round tables. How about the top? They got a head on top. I didn't see the top. I was, no. I well, was probably all from, uncircumcised. I was so. from the nut POV. I got to say, I have a pretty good sense of humor. And that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm a pretty good judge of jokes. Well, you wait till you hear it because then they run in and then they're all shouting while everyone's having dinner. Food, food. Then oh, so Brett, is everyone else like super annoyed by this, or no, everyone. The majority of people are entertained, but like I was kind of like, <laughs> did anyone stand at the top of the penis and like throw milk out? Yeah, right. From it? They did well, open a champagne bottle. They kept oh, corking God. bottles. And like shooting them up into the into the fucking chandelier. into the and there's these really expensive chandeliers that they could just easily knock out. Someone would shout across the table, "Bread!" Someone would throw oh, bread at them or further down and miss. And they think they're on Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little odd, but let them have their fun. I guess. Uh, not to get off the um, the cruise thing, but uh, Jennifer, my wife, just <laughs> my wife! she just messaged me and said Bryce Harper added her on LinkedIn. So, Who's that? A baseball player, like one of the most famous baseball yeah. players, like the wow. real like is. Can I, you we don't know. Yeah. Real? I'm gonna wait back for word to see if it was just a coincidental That's name weird. or if it's him. Huh. Huh. We'll see. I'll let you know. Oh, Thank no, you. not him. Right. Nerdy guy. Nerdy looking oh, guy well. named Bryce Harper. Sorry for the <laughs> false alarm. Well, hopefully the nerdy Bryce Harper isn't listening right now. He's very offended <laughs> that you called him nerdy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sorry, Bryce. Yeah, sorry to both Bryces. <laughs> well, uh, n- just to pivot for a little bit and to continue 
on mm. that note, I'm going to be working with a Tom Brady. Oh, really? But that's not what he calls himself no, anymore, right? No, no, no. What so, is it? It's basic, so uh, I have a new job now. Uh-huh. Uh, I work with Comedy Central Radio and uh, Nikki Glaser. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and her co-host, his name is Tom Takar, but his that's like his stage name, and his real name is Tom Brady. His yeah. real name is Tom Brady, yeah. and his made-up name is Tom Takar. Where yeah. did that come from? Where the, the well, it, it, it's one of his bits. So he basically, you know, like every time you say Tom Brady, people expect the Tom Brady to show up to do the comedy show, and then he walks on stage, and everyone's like disappointed. Who would expect Tom Brady to go do a comedy yeah, show? Yeah, that. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Me. You're like in Wisconsin. I be- I believe it too. I'm just saying how like where does your head have to be at to think that would happen? But well, s- I mean, but he- where does the the fake last name come from? So he's like part Indian, so it's like his Indian, I guess like Brady? Origin. No, Takar. Oh. Yes, Tom Brady is Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Not the football Go on. player. Yeah. No, that's it. So, it's funny Bryce Harper and then uh, yeah. Tom Brady. Well, yeah. since you mentioned the Super Bowl, uh, you missed it, and you it was, missed, they oh, played it on the boat. I would hope oh, so. I can, is it on Super Bowl Sunday every year? Last year was as well. Yeah, uh, and I gotta say that was the place to be. And also, Corpse Grinder, being a huge football fan, Bengals fan, uh, rooting for the uh, Broncos fan. Broncos, sorry, Broncos fan. Uh, rooting for the Eagles, of course, because yeah. fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, was there, and I can only imagine being a football fan and a metal fan, uh, and like going, like get, get to watch the Super Bowl, getting to watch the Super Bowl with Corpse Grinder, that's pretty awesome. And like that's part- worth the cruise alone. Yeah. And they catered it; they brought food down. Yeah, they brought like, food to the sports bar. Oh, cool. They knew what they were getting. Like nobody, so nice. you didn't have to leave. There was a bar. That there. must have been like the most segregated event of the whole trip. It was probably just only the American. So it's funny that you no, no, that. really. Well, well, it's a party. They were probably yeah, all just yeah. to go drink. And I'm sorry, Darren. I know that you have a story to tell. Not but just really. Real quick, it's all right. when we walked out of whatever show that we were watching, it was right by a venue, so we walked past it. Yeah. So some, some like two like disgruntled guys were looking Two over other at the elitists. setup and they were like why do people just want to watch these guys chase a ball I mean if the team wins it's not like they win yeah. anything no I think what he said is like I could never imagine yeah. getting excited about watching a bunch of idiots uh, chase a ball get something like cushions. that yeah give me yeah. a bunch of idiots playing guitar I get super pumped <laughs> that's exactly what like I'm like how are you gonna judge anybody on any interest when you like fucking heavy metal which is the most judged interest like you've been judged your whole life for your taste yeah. and most you don't judged? learn any sort of empathy for like not judging others it's because Sid and Rob that's <laughs> art okay <laughs> football is just a game <laughs> it was ridiculous, uh, but they were going nuts in there. <laughs> I didn't think. I thought you had missed all of this. I'm, I this is. I'm learning something that you had watched it. Did you watch? Oh no, it? we didn't watch it. No, because we were watching bands. I didn't there even know you of... had access to even watch. Yeah, it, yeah, but... yeah. Uh, well, I thought it was in the rooms too, but it was only at the the sports bar. You couldn't watch it in your room, so you had to you had to go and be social. Yeah, because okay. I would imagine that would be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Like, I'm not going to miss the Super Bowl for this, but right. yeah, if they say we'll have a TV so you could watch it, then it's like, all right, I'll yeah. yeah and I'll also, it's money. like the whole point of the cruise is to relax. Like, it's this is just another way for people to relax is yeah. just to watch. So why would they? Right. Not the special kind of relaxing, right? <laughs> not too, my. Probably. Well, you got to do that too. You that was that definitely going on. <laughs> that was definitely going on. in a room or a hot tub. Are you serious? I didn't see anything, but 
just I, I mean, I've heard in the past about people getting way too touchy in the hot tub. Oh. Well, some girls took their tops off. I forget for which band. Oh, yeah, there was some skinny dipping, you know. Well, last week's show, you or maybe two weeks ago, you said that there was a few hot spots where you can go to get blowies. You you were telling you were talking about that blowies. Yeah, you said there's like little nooks on the boat where you can like. Uh, oh oh blow, like situation? there's no no not no, like there's no. a woman waiting there to blow Just you. Just like I a mean, private area. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely yeah because it's so huge. Uh, we have lovely on the line. What's Hello. up, lovely? How are you? Hi. Hey. Not much. Listen to you guys talk about the Super Bowl, which I have to say I'm not a football fan, but. Uh, I am very, very glad to see that the Patriots got their asses handed to them. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, well, yeah. See, I think they should probably take a break one year, just from football. I mean, give teams like to well, prove why well, you're breaking up a little sorry, bit. I can't there. say that seriously. Oh, now you're now you're fixed. But, Can you repeat what you just said because hmm? I didn't hear. We you broke up really bad. Okay, there we go. Oh, okay. Now I'm gonna say that maybe their asses handed to them, but I also think they should probably they could take afford to take like one or two years off from football. Give teams like the Detroit Lions a chance. Oh, <laughs> the Patriots. Should the take Lions it. have a chance. They just stink all the time. Yeah. Um, I what I I was I wouldn't want to I say know, I was but, rooting for either of these yeah. teams because I really <laughs> can't stand either of them. But I feel like I was rooting against the Patriots a little less because. The Eagles are like a division rival of my team, and they're from Philly, and I go to Philly all the time to play poker, and I have to deal with their miscreant fans. So if they were miserable, it would have been a lot easier to deal with. But by no means would I say I was in any way wholeheartedly rooting for Tom Brady. I just my part of the way I justified rooting for Philly. Oh no. Is that Aww. their fans are going to be miserable regardless, win or lose? Because <laughs> yeah, like they Philly. fucking rioted anyway. They won and they rioted. There was video of one of their fans eating literal horse shit little, off the street. A big turd in his mouth. Yeah. That's where the term shit eating grin comes yeah. from. Meanwhile, the Patriots fans are only going to be sad if they lose. So let them lose. And then both <laughs> sides are going to be sad anyway. No, I still no. And there's I property can't. damage in Philly. The so, riot oh, the difference? blew my mind. What the fuck is wrong with people? It's Philly. Yeah, that's really all that's you like have to say. Only 10% worse than a normal day. Yeah. But this isn't the first post-sports win riot yeah. in a victorious city. White people. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like what? Like you're that drunk, you have to go and tip over a car. I like, guess yes. all of them are drunk. I think they're just looking for an excuse to break shit. So they see like there's a lot of people in the streets. So well, let's it's do it. a, I'm sure it's a combination. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's largely drunkenness. I can't say yes. with certainty that all of that, every last person that knocked over a lamppost was drunk. But I think that people can't hold their liquor, and this is an excuse to drink an incredible amount of liquor and run out in the street with other strangers and be crazy. And that leads to like property damage and stuff. But it's amazing how they report this. And it's like, oh, mm. Philadelphians got out of control. Look yesterday. at these wacky white people. And then and then at worst, like the most negative. <laughs> they will, a grand old time. The, the most negative thing they will say is like they got a little out of control and caused some property damage, you know. But if this was like black people protesting someone being shot by the cops they'd send to the national guard yeah 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 why was it that's yeah. what i don't understand why wasn't there like a police present like why because well, they, they were, knew, this but was they were probably among the rioters <laughs> <laughs> they were 
They knew this was They're coming. They're probably well, taking selfies with the rioters. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it is mind blowing to me how little police response right. there was. Like because this was this seemed even more dangerous than a peaceful fucking walking around protest in Ferguson or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But it's America's game, Rob. Is it? <laughs> probably, I don't know. Probably, you, you, yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Said yeah. I know you're yeah. not into football anymore. Yeah, but, that, you know, I, I, I honestly watched as much for the commercials, which were pretty disappointing. But did, mm. did, it was nice to see the Patriots lose. Okay, that's fair. I was delighted. The halftime show was pretty weak, I thought. Or pretty boring. What was the deal? It was just Justin Timberlake doing What was songs. he doing? Was he doing a bunch of Prince stuff? or like? He little... did, like, a Prince song, and instead of a hologram, it was just a big projection of Prince, and then they played some of Prince's vocals, and he, like, sang yeah. a duet, sort of, which... It was Why? on a it was on a big bed sheet and they just they just played video of Prince. It wasn't a hologram yeah. in any way. It was weird and uh, unnecessary. Was it was the game in Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And how else can you sully Prince's memory other than having him sing a duet with Justin yeah. Timberlake? <laughs> it's like if you want to do a cover of a Prince song, fine. Why do we also need the dead guy's voice playing? Like just to remind us that he's better than you still? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why, why yeah. would you do Even that? Even dead prints on a bed sheet, just projection screen, is better than Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Also, though, just because there's explicit footage of Prince being asked if he would ever collaborate with a dead musician. I forget who it was. Uh, and he said that he would never do that because, like, unless it can happen in real life, what's the point of yeah. doing it? So he specifically and i think like him and justin timberlake had beef when prince was alive like i think oh i don't i don't know about Prince was like mad that he was like sort of stealing his sound or something and then i think i heard some like timberlake at some award show made fun of prince being short in response <laughs> so they like had beef tall. like 10 years ago aren't they the same height no Justin timberlake's like six one and prince is he really yeah, he's six one this oh. is what i heard in the, i didn't look it up myself but a, a show i listened to was having this discussion earlier oh. today and someone on that show looked it up I don't yeah. doubt that it might say somewhere that he's 6'1". Yeah, I'm not buying it. Fair. He does not look 6'1". The best mm. part of his performance, though, was at one point he, like, ran into the crowd, like, during one of the songs, and, like, there was, like, a, like a young tween boy, and he, like, took a selfie with him. Oh, and then Justin Timberlake's still in the aisle, perform, like, singing right next to this kid, and the kid's just, like, on his phone, <laughs> like, just looking at shit on his phone while Justin Timberlake's literally standing right next to him singing. <laughs> He's probably, like, Googling who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> it was incredible. Just that that's, that's, that's the kids of America. You mm -hmm. got a world-famous celebrity next to you, and you're just He was on Good Morning America tweets. the next day. Yeah. The kid was? Yeah. Oh, no, God. No, not just Timberlake. Why? He couldn't be on Good Morning no, America? No, he's too big for it. Oh, okay, fair. I think the best part of that was like I was seeing there were some videos I was seeing um, from like the halftime show where it was people in the crowd and like everybody like in the actual stadium not like in the crowd watching Justin Timberlake like it was just silent yeah. like yeah. nobody was into it full of empty seats like the whole stadium is full of empty seats yeah, go go take your right. get your food but that's that's only because Justin Timberlake was playing like mm -hmm. when Lady Gaga was playing there was no Everyone right. stayed there to watch it. Yeah, his, there wasn't really any like visually impressive moments. It was yeah. pretty basic. And he just lip synced all his. Not no, actually, I don't think he. <laughs> he most of the songs, I don't think he did lip. -sync. Right, there was look, like a backing track. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. He sang over a backing track. Yeah. but but that's even more that's, than you usually get. I don't know. I I think oh. lately they've all been singing. Oh really? Yeah, I don't remember. When was the last one you can remember that? I know Lady Gaga really sang. Okay, maybe that yeah. just a Beyonce and Bruno Mars really did. Did they? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah anyway, it was, it was very generic. 
That's interesting, though, because while they are singing, the musicians are not allowed to play. Wow. The music itself is a backing track. Really? Oh, yeah, really? just yeah, because they don't like a full band. There's no band. room for error, basically, with the the thing. Like if a chord gets unplugged or something. Yeah, because I remember a few years ago when the Chili Peppers played. Uh, there's this photo of Flea with a uh, electric bass that is not plugged in. Oh yeah, I remember might have that. like a wireless or something. No? There was yeah. no wire. The wireless still has to get plugged into the the slot. There was oh. nothing plugged it was like in. A little box. And so they were like, "Yeah, it's a track. They make us play a track. They don't allow us to play live in case there's an accident." So like when Prince performed, and he was doing all his crazy guitar noodling. That was all pre-recorded. I guess the noodling can't be pre-recorded. I don't know what it, what it is. Or maybe Prince just refused to perform. Yeah, it would have they just they just yeah. trusted Prince to do it. Correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that that does seem crazy. It was the biggest live event of the year, and there can't be a sound issue. But I mean, Prince is such a pro. Like, I feel like if he something screwed up, he would just make the most yeah, out of it. You're right. And also, he's so particular. I don't think they could give him a set of rules. I think he would have dictated the rules to yeah, the right organizers. Mm-hmm. How about the uh, commercials? There was like so. Were the commercials? Well, it seems to me like there was a, a way more like offensive, shitty commercials. What year. like I think great. I I feel like uh, every year there's kind of like themes. Was uh, patriotism a theme this yes. year? Patriotism and a lot of very sappy, like corporations trying to use. Well, the the number one thing was the Martin Luther King. Yeah, that everybody Did you was all mad see at. that? Yeah. No, I didn't see any of the commercials. So I thought maybe since you've been oh. back, you looked well, at can it. we play it? Uh, uh, I guess it's, can I mean, we find I, it? You got yeah, it. What is it? What, it's a Ram, right? Yeah. yeah. With Martin Luther King speech audio. Delicious, not. It's always amazing to me that like commercials like this, like especially yeah. when it's going to be on the Super Bowl. Like that's a huge deal and that's so expensive. Right. How do they not? How how does it make it through all the different steps of approval with nobody? I saying, feel like for this one, it's maybe... a bunch of like like old white guys in a boardroom. Yeah, this will yeah. work. Here's the thing: they also had to get permission from you. Pay his estate. you pay for the rights. Well, when when the makers of Selma were making their movie, mm-hmm. they did not give the movie Selma the rights to use his speech. So the Really? Makers of the movie had to come up with their own speeches. But they gave the rights to this? Seems weird. Huh. So they offered more money. If you want to be important, wonderful. If you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. So there's also just footage of just basic Americana. Yeah, but they're showing the military that helped kill him. (laughs) They're seeing people like chopping wood, a teacher, a church, barbershop, like stuff like that. People saving a dog. The Marines. And then a dog, a ram. The amazing thing about this is that the speech that they took these quotes from it has a huge long part about how you shouldn't buy cars because advertisers try to trick you into wasting your money on them. Because he was like one of the most anti-capitalist uh, uh, public figures of the last century, and they just basically edited down his 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 uh, speech to be like, "Hey, buy a fucking car." 
Is that true? Yeah. Well, let me go find shit. it. Here's what. Here, here. I found so it. That's really a slap in the face yeah. to him. Somebody, somebody, somebody edited, yeah. yeah, edited the commercial to put the part of the speech oh. where he uh, actually talked about cars. Yeah, it's great. So here, here's that. Oh. of this instinct explains why we are so often taken by advertisers. You know, uh, those gentlemen of massive verbal persuasion, and they have a oh. way of saying things to you that. Kind of get you in the bind. To be fair, MLK you know, was also a gentleman of massive verbal persuasion. Uh-huh. That was like sort of his big thing too. Mm-hmm. So. To be a man of distinction, you must drink this whiskey. In order to make your neighbors envious, you must drive this type of car. In order to be lovely to love, you must wear this kind of uh, lipstick or this kind of perfume. And you know, before you know it, you're just buying that stuff. I've got to drive this car because it's something about this car that makes my car a little better than my neighbor's car. It makes everything sound good, this guy. I am sad Hell to of a say problem. that the nation in which we live is the supreme culprit. This is I'm going to continue to say it to America. There was actually another part where he specifically names Chrysler. Jesus. That's uh, 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 owns Dodge. That's insane. <laughs> you need to buy a Chrysler or a Cadillac. You know. And they, great if they just took that. They make you think you need to buy a Chrysler. And then they just cut out, you need right. to buy a Chrysler. <laughs> the crazy thing is, a little bit later, he has this whole rant about Priuses, which is like, uh, they didn't did even know? exist for decades, man. <laughs> He's guys. That's how brilliant, brilliant he yeah. was. It's amazing. Uh, what was the other commercial? One day you'll go on a metal cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Stay out of that hot tub with Rama. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other? The other one was was even worse. I feel like even worse than sullying uh, Martin Luther King's Uh image to sell cars. This was another car company, Hyundai. And they did a commercial where people were going into the Super Bowl. Like they literally filmed it. Right before the game, people going into the Super Bowl, they stopped people at the metal detectors, scared the shit out of them. Oh, yes. And (laughs) took them aside like security drags them to a room. Excuse me. Come with me, please. They put them in a room. Everyone's freaking out. And then they show them a video of like cancer survivors. And they go, did you know that Hyundai donated all this money to cancer research? And then they go, thank you for buying cars because you saved my life because I... It so would. fucking... And, but I, wow! But, I, but I'd rather tell you in person and then the cancer people come out and hug them. Okay, I want to watch this. Yeah. I would love over here. That sounds yeah. like such a journey. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after you watch this, after we play this, I'm going to tell you my thoughts on it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so it's Super Bowl and it's just the metal detectors and they have very fancy ones. So all the detectors have a heart. Yeah, that's they're that's called the thing. Hyundai Hope detectors. What, yeah, what they were doing is when people put their keys in the little bin to 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 to, to put the metal to the side, if it was a Hyundai car alarm uh, deactivator, uh, they would stop that person and drag them into the room like criminals. How very on brand of them. We but don't want to. This wasn't actually filmed before. This this was like I thought actors, it was. right? No, I, can't I think it was. They, did, they did that to oh, real yeah. people? This is like a gorilla thing. Well, if they did it with actors, they're certainly portraying it as if they didn't do it. Oh, with well, actors, yes. Which is even worse. I yeah. think it's more fake. 
I thought there was a line that said that these are real people. One of the cancer people was actually played by Rio Perlman, though, so that's what gave me. Every time you buy a Hyundai, a portion of those proceeds go to childhood cancer research. You help save my child's life and the life of so many children. So I'd like to say thank you, except I would like to say it in person. Oh, these people are crying now. Maybe they are actors, they're just lying. This is fucking ridiculous. I didn't get an invitation to be a part of this commercial, yeah. and I'm in the club. Hey. The fuck? <laughs> I would have liked the trip to the Super Bowl. Hyundai wow. might have saved you. Out. Yeah. Who knows? So the, My parents the, had a Hyundai the at copy, that time. Oh, the yeah. copy I've is... I've been in that Hyundai, yeah. so drive Wait, me around in that. Yeah. Your parents have a Hyundai. They may have saved your life. Does that change your relationship with them at all? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just keep me around longer to make me more miserable. So their copy is thanks to millions of our owners. Okay. Hope is our greatest feature. Now, and it comes yeah, standard on every Hyundai. I like that they're patting themselves on the back, but yeah. making it seem like they're patting their customers on the back. Yeah, exactly. This is my my reaction to this is you did donate all this money to cancer. Then you made a commercial for however much that cost yeah. and $7 million to air it during the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't you give that $7 million to more cancer yeah. research? Instead yeah. of just to big yourself up. Yeah, to suck your own dick that you're helping cancer patients. Like, how many people could have been saved by here's the Also, thing. If you, are you a car company or are you helping cancer patients? Because if you're helping <laughs> cancer patients, why not just donate all of the profits? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seven million is just like a blip. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. you're and supposed to buy a Hyundai because you think they're so nice that they help cancer patients. And like, if you just if the whole point of this is just to thank the people who already bought a Hyundai, you could just send them an email. You have their information already. Yeah. Yeah. Or send them a fucking car. How about that? Yeah. It's not gonna hurt you. Numbers. My main thought is, I wonder how many of those people that they dragged into that room actually got their Hyundais used, like, so yeah. they didn't even give their money to <laughs> yeah, Hyundai. <right. laughs> I want to, okay, so in one quarter, Hyundai made $817 billion in profit. $870 billion or million? Billion with a B. In one as quarter. As in Philip B. Anselmo. Yes. <laughs> I was about to bring up Phil Anselmo because yeah. I feel like <laughs> not, I was going to bring up Philip H because this and, and he's still Philip idiot. Hyundai Anselmo. Right, <laughs> Philip Hyundai Anselmo. But this is like the actual meaning of virtue signaling. This is where they're saying yeah. how yeah. great they are. So I just did the yeah. math. If you break that into here, that's $3.2 trillion in annual profit. You're saying they can't give half of that to cancer research if they care so they much can. about cancer? If you care about the cancer? Oh, yeah, also, yeah. not to get all a uh, socialist pig on you, uh -oh. but isn't this doing? more indicative of how shitty our healthcare system is? Yes. That we have to rely on fucking capitalist corporations yeah. to donate to fucking cancer research? Like, this is an embarrassment on every level. Yeah. Like, was there anybody at Hyundai that brought this up or the PR company, the marketing <laughs> agency? If they did, they probably got fired, I want to say. <laughs> Pharmaceutical They could probably open up so. their own hospital with that, like, profit. <laughs> <laughs> and then use the Hyundais to drive patients to the hospital. <laughs> Hyundai ambulances. Yeah, why, does it, why not that? Why not Hyundai do, like, an Uber of ambulances? The car would probably break down. Hyundais are not the highest quality <laughs> vehicles. I'm surprised those people got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they were right? stuck in traffic with a fucked up engine. 
<laughs> to so be, yeah. Imagine they get there and they're ready to, they're all set up with the cameras ready to film this and like no Hyundai drivers went through yeah. the line. Or <laughs> they're all stuck. That's, that's why it was actors. <laughs> or like or like when he's watching this video, oh, this is Hyundai? My car's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I say like if you can afford a Super Bowl ticket, you could probably also afford a better car than a Hyundai. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if now. they hocked the Hyundai to get a Super Bowl ticket? Uh, they, <laughs> they're broke because they, they just still had the keychain i'm sorry i don't have my hyundai anyway i sold it because i had enormous medical bills yeah that i had to pay for because <laughs> i have no insurance uh yeah every year you get these tone deaf fucking commercials it just doesn't make sense what was that other one with the t-mobile there was something with t-mobile was saying uh look that up for uh, me because it slipped my mind what the actual details are but they had a bad one too let's see t-mobile uh is it It was something that, that was like super woke, and then the punchline was they didn't reveal that it was a T-Mobile commercial until the very end, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, really? Was it? Oh, the company everyone that uses it hates. It's like the least yeah. popular cell phone. I gotta say, I I have T-Mobile and I like it. Oh, really? I'm not gonna shit on T-Mobile, the company, but the ad was horrible. I do. Who really is that? Everyone experience? I know was it with, was it with babies, it. little Here. ones? Here. Was it yeah, the, all so. the with the Nirvana? Come as oh, you the, are, oh, the, no, lullaby. The, oh, is that that's Here, not I'll, the one I was I'll thinking of because I haven't seen that one. I think oh, that too. So about that one though. So it's a commercial of all different color babies, right, yeah. And with the "Come as you are" as a lullaby playing. Apparently, the original version of that commercial wasn't going to be that. It was going to somehow feature Sean Spicer and Anthony Scaramucci, but it fell through at the last <laughs> minute, so they had to film that commercial like within the last week. All right, what else we got? Okay. What else we got? Scaramucci. Which, What's something like Scaramucci? But that's another one that would have been you universally hated right and they lucked out that they didn't end up making it they would have been torn apart for that because who wants to see those two assholes in a fucking commercial well but uh, counterpoint didn't uh, sean spicer go on uh, like stephen colbert's stupid award show that he hosted and uh, yeah bit, people were so. pissed off about that too. were they really oh, yeah. i thought it was like oh, well no. received like no. oh he's burning no, trump no, no. now no 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 people no. were mad about that too uh okay yeah this is the all right let's see let's it's is there any like the way George W. Bush gets his cock. This is the lullaby one. against Trump. Ugh. Spicer should at least, you know, at least he didn't kill a million people. Oh, wait. Can you make it a little louder? Welcome to the world, little one. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. Ew. You come with Why is she saying it's sexily? to the instinct that we are equal. Some people may see your differences and be threatened by them. But you are unstoppable. This is where Scaramucci is supposed to come in. Yeah. <laughs> You'll love who you want. You'll demand fair and equal pay. You will not allow where you come from to this is so gross. where you're going. You will be heard, not dismissed. You will be connected, not alone. Change starts now. Buy this phone service. Yeah. And it says, are you with us? <laughs> T-Mobile. What? <laughs> Terrible. Now, have you all noticed like a different? I, I remember maybe, I don't know. I won't put a number on it. I'm just guessing like 10 years ago. It seemed like it was the trend to just make snarky, funny ads. I was just going to say, this is exactly the thing uh, that just hit me while you you were saying that. 
and I come back to what Sid was saying earlier. We're like, oh, I watch it for the commercials. Uh, the commercials haven't been good oh, for yeah. years. Awful. I remember a few years ago, Noah had a party, and it was like, oh yeah, well, it was all. None of us watched football. We all <laughs> went uh, yeah. for the commercials, and it was the most depressing fucking party. Okay, the commercial was terrible. Wait, and I know party, your party sucked. My no, party not, was depressing? No, not because of the, the company, because of what we were watching. Like these And it's like, what are you you're getting excited over people selling shit to you? Fuck that. Nobody, it, that's not what it is. What is it's it? It's a production value. I'm not going to buy any of those fucking products. I've what? never been swayed to buy something. because What, of what commercials products. blew you away? None of them, I'm saying. But I was. When was the last time a commercial blew you away? I don't away? remember. There you go. The Skittles commercials always blow me away. Those are the best. And they haven't done those in a while. It's sad. They're, they're done with that campaign. It's done. I don't know why they would stop that. Don't match. Even Geico commercials lately have been pretty trash. Yeah, Geico have always been terrible. No, they've had some good ones, but... They, they've run out of ideas. I think uh, their whole uh, idea is to make a commercial so bad you just remember the brand. Fair enough. Anyway, Lovely, we got a few other callers, so we're going to let you go. Thank you for calling. Okay, uh, really call. quick, I did want to ask oh, you. Sure. I do have these um, uh, Black Dahlia Murder sticker sheets uh, from when I used to work at FYE, and like they were like free with purchase things that never got handed out, so now I have them. And I was wondering if you guys would like them for your uh, prize pile. Oh, that's so nice of you. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think I would just like that for okay. my own personal collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might just take it if. Uh, if just no shoot me an email it. and then I'll uh, send over the address. Thank you. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, just, I'll be sure to do that. If you end up winning a prize from us, should we send one of them back to you, or are you good? <laughs> I'll I'll be good without right. them. Thanks. I was looking something up and I didn't hear uh, what what she's sending. Uh, sorry, what lovely is sending us. Black Dahlia oh, Murder sticker sheets. Oh, okay. Cool. So, yeah. But, yeah, now I'll, I'll let you guys go. I'll enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Bye. Thank cool. you. Bye-bye. Uh, all right. We got a caller. Area code 562. You're on the live cast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sudorino. Hey. I'm surprised you guys didn't like that baby commercial for T-Mobile. I thought Sid looked adorable in a diaper. Aww, oh, thank you. <laughs> if only. And he loves Nirvana. I do. It was sad. It took me a few seconds to realize. I'm like, I know this song. What is this? And then the person I was watching with had to be like, it's come as you are. I was like, oh. Oh, no, I mean all apologies. I got to swear, what made up for all the unfunny commercials had to be afterwards when Kevin Hart got on NFL Live Time. That was hilarious. So what happened? A very drunk Kevin Hart went on NFL Primetime Live. They were just bringing up like Eagles members to like uh, come and congratulate him, and they saw Kevin Hart in the background. So he stumbled on stage, super drunk, and he's all like, "I I think this is an example of what what Philadelphia can do, what, because we didn't give a fuck." Oh, <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. I didn't see that. I, play it right I saw footage. I saw footage from also at that part, like the the post game when he was like trying to get on a stage and a security guard wouldn't let him get through. Yeah, the guy with the Super Bowl trophy just walked right past him. Yeah. To a little kid. Yeah. Do you have the audio? You only see the top of his head. It's hilarious. Yeah. Let's hear this drunk Kevin Hart audio. No, that's not it. There's an ad at the beginning of it. Sorry. Hold on. Here we Is go. it an ad for T-Mobile? No. <laughs> Fuck it up on live TV like Steve Harvey. Ian 
How'd you feel when Brady had that ball and got sacked? Lost the ball. I'll say this. We're very lucky to have this guy a part of this team. I've been drinking. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on cloud nine. It's a celebration now. Oh, I'm, I started the celebration already, but... Hey, I don't want you to fall off the stage. Wait, get off me! Wait, I'm not, I'm not drunk. Get off of me! I, I'm having a good time. Get off of me! How do you celebrate this win tonight? What do you do from here? You know what? Philadelphia is a great city. I, thought, I hope this is an example of what we can do. We gave a fuck. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you gotta go. Philly, what do you expect? Damn, this is saddest part. Is that NFL okay. Network, it sounded oh, like. Oh, so that's fine. Well, it's not uh, like they're going to get fined by the FCC, yeah. but it's just they don't want that on there. Though, actually, I don't know. Trump is so anti-NFL right now, he might insist. On the, the FCC fine. doesn't control cable channels. The FCC is only going to make the law Kevin to do Hart's it. So that's what it is. Is. Kevin Hart's so short, it already looks like he's kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> is he shorter than Justin Timberlake? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. So that was the funniest he's ever been in his life. Yeah. Yes. By far. I watched that. Uh. That on the on the plane to Vegas. I watched um, Central Intelligence. Oh, is that the one with the Rock? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Painful. Good or bad? Painfully. <laughs> it's the Rock. At least like it a, was... like a good pain. No. Like the, the hot stones. Or... It was, no. <laughs> it was so bad that I had to power through it, like to see. I couldn't believe it could stay at that level <laughs> for the whole thing. I couldn't. I couldn't I'm sorry, what is this? Central Intelligence. Oh, yeah, I watched that. You did? What did you uh, think of it? I have to say uh, it was the best rock uh, leading man movie I've ever seen. That's because saying all of them were terrible. Yeah. It was the least worst rock leading movie. It's, it amazes me. that, uh, that I, I think there were moments I thought that were funny, but it was just a mess. The only time I... Ever. People talk my ear off that the new Jumanji's amazing. I don't get that either. Oh, I haven't seen that. Did you just say amazing? Amazing? It's a lot of J's in Jumanji, so it's kind of got contagious there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I think The Rock is good in like limited things. I don't know if he can really like carry a movie, but I think he just makes money because he's The Rock. Yeah. And at this point, he just doesn't. He gets. He it doesn't make the best. I don't know if he does doesn't get offered good roles. I feel like he is talented enough yeah. that he could. You think they would? They're good? not giving him Macbeth. Though, yeah, you know but I, mean? I like, feel like he could pull that off if he tried. He's good. He's yeah, very he's charismatic. Bad. He's not terrible, but that was, or like do like a legit funny comedy either, movie. Though. That definitely was not his fault. It was the yeah. script yeah. clearly, and being with Kevin Hart half the movie. So yeah, Kevin Hart is just so atrocious. Yeah, I don't really. Maybe that's either. why he like to be next to Kevin Hart makes him look like an even better actor. That yeah, I guess that might help. That Maybe it. that's why he does it. And in the, the beginning of that movie is what threw me really for a loop because you know what it's like. I give you this the, the synopsis, but like uh, so like The Rock and Kevin Hart went to high school together uh-huh. and The Rock was like 300 pounds, mm-hmm. like obese. And they did this weird CGI. Yeah, I remember the, that. No, it was a trailer. suit. Oh, was it a God. suit? Yeah. It cannot be a suit. I it looked like CGI, you. right? But he said. I guess I've never seen. He might just say that. Yeah, he might have been saying. But it looks looks terrible. He looks like he's sixteen. It looks so fake. And but what looks worse is Kevin Hart. They used Kevin Hart to play himself in high school (laughs) with no CGI. Still with a full Uh, beard. No, no, he had to shave the beard, and he had like a uh, like a a mild afro top. Yeah, and it's like a Letterman's jacket, and like nothing. (sighs) He looks. He's got little crow's feet. Like, why did you do that? (laughs) 
Why didn't you CGI his his face a little bit or at least? Or just get a younger actor. Right, get a younger Something. actor, fine. Like, how much of the movie is that era? It's that one scene. It's like, But it's a or good 10 so they, minutes. Yeah, it's a 10 oh minutes. At least. And he gives this whole speech. He's like the most popular kid in class, which, okay, it's Kevin Hart. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. And, like, he saves The Rock from luck? being humiliated. Oh, sorry, what was that? Sorry. I was going to say, if any luck, when they start promoting Think Like a Man 3, maybe him and Steve Harvey can both do the Tide Pod Challenge. <laughs> get more attention. Oh. You better get your ass in this detergent. You better you better eat the detergent. You know Deuteritos had that joke saved up for like the last six days, and what? this whole call was just to set that joke ah, up. Hey, Guaranteed. Funny. 60 seconds. Let's be honest. 60 seconds. That's no funny. <laughs> You always have prepared material. Yeah. He's a professional roast. Yeah. <laughs> you better That's what we told uh, uh, Vince and uh, Nick when we were uh, in the hot tub. We said, you better get your ass in this water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. Speaking of bad actors. Oh, my shit. God. Can't even do a fucking ice water challenge without uh, hamming it up. So bad. It's like, just, ugh. Has he ever done any movies? Uh, he had his two TV shows. I don't know what yeah. movies he was in. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever done a movie. Let's Other see. than like uh, the original Kings of Comedy, I guess. Sort of. That was in theaters, right? So maybe that counts. But he's oh, never playing a character. Like, was never a film actor. He hasn't hit that stage in his career. King of Comedy. Yeah. I just went to his uh, his IMDb and like the. Your computer did shut off. <laughs> yes, I, my 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 antivirus wouldn't let me go to Steve Harvey because he's a virus. There's a pop up that says that's not what this website is for, sir. <laughs> try again. <laughs> no, his his photo is like the worst pimp suit that I've <laughs> worse than anything I've seen him wear on television. Awesome. Got like a big derby. Uh, let's see. All right, think like a man. Oh, that says producer. Hold on. Here we go. Actor. Think like a man. He's in it, I guess. Does he have a cameo or yeah. something? Uh, I never saw it. Medea goes to jail. Oh, God. As himself. Okay, so. Racing Stripes? What's that? A I animated don't know. film? Johnson Probably. Family Vacation, he's in. Was that with Ice Cube? Yes. Okay. You Got Served, he's in, as Mr. Oh. Rad. Jeez. Love Don't Cost a Thing. Oh, The Fighting Temptations. Okay. All right, so he's done somewhere. Yeah. Other than that. But not recently. TV. Yeah, he's like, oh, Steve Harvey's in a movie guy. Like, he yeah. does cameos. Yeah. He'll have his Oscar his turn one day. DJ Moral Barometer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. DJ Barometer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I believe you just came up with. Um, he's like the black John Cena, I guess. He's like he's just in movies, so people in the audience will go, yeah. "Oh, look, that yeah. I know that guy." I saw somewhere that John Cena's writing a children's book or something. Yeah, How, that I hate when I see. Not just him, but I feel like he probably thought he wrote like a regular, like adult, like novel, <laughs> and it just ended oh. up being on that level. <laughs> like, oh, this is a great kids' book. Yeah, Wait, he's, uh... he's too embarrassed to admit it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a children's book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I believe it. But yeah, I gotta get going back to work. Have a great show, guys. All right. Thank you. Fine. Computer. Later. I guess it is only uh, it's still working hours. It's five fifty on the West Coast. Yeah. 
So, uh, someone in the chat earlier, uh, oh, Douglas Levison in the chat pointed out that he's in a movie, and he linked to this trailer. Did we, I don't think Douglas Levison is in a movie. Douglas Levison is in a movie, or the guy in the chat named Douglas Levison. The actual Douglas Levison. Let's see this. I'm not a Okay, so it's just him? a bunch of homeless hippies uh, playing acoustic guitar on the streets of New York right now. And is this a, old or is this recent? From two years ago. So did he just wander into the frame or is he paid to be in the frame? I don't know. Is that barking or are those dogs? <laughs> that's that's hey! a dog. Who are you? Still the bums, shot of the bums. What People. kind of stoned out crap is this? You guys want to get high or just die? What is this? You think that you guys are creating art? You think you're musicians? You know how to play and sing? It's a disgrace. It's a perversion of the creative process and a violation of the silence of what it is to create. Have you ever heard Bob Dylan? It's a bunch of noise. Dylan was a hero of our generation. He's got the worst Now, generation, we work to change. This is complacent, ignorant, with no talent. Oh, I get plenty change over here. No, there's no change. What this is, is a disgrace. You suck. You're unable to understand the consciousness that serves as the root of You're a very angry woman, aren't you? I'm a very angry man. Because I resent the idea that peace of love has been violated by what it is that you're doing. Take a walk, daddy-o. I'm not going anywhere. I'm standing up for what it is to create. I'm standing up for what it is to have creative values and artistic values. Those are nice shoes. How many years have you played? Clothes don't make the man. What makes the man is what they think and feel inside. And how they express that creatively. This sounds like me complaining about metal every time we talk about music on this the This was podcast. basically Sid talking Dude, about Sonata Art. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know what it is to create? You sound like the Scorpions. <laughs> if you really have talent, go practice. <laughs> sound like you're reciting a headless speech. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I like that he just gets work now playing himself old, and man. stuff. No. I walked Monty Love on stage at the temple <laughs> in 1999. Who are you? It's true. It's true. He, did. he did. Who are you? It's <laughs> pretty shame you guys suck. The world's not for you, old man. No. Well, I'm as young as I feel. And I'm a yeah, fraction yeah, of my age. You're older than I will be. Feels like 90. Keeps drinking that new age. Yeah. That's right. I've been meditating for years. Absolutely. Meditator. That's right. I've been medicated for years. How long is this going? Meditating. Meditating. I think probably both. Probably both. It's a pretty shame you guys suck. The world's not for you, old man. No. Well, I'm as young as I feel. And I'm a fraction of my age. You're older than I will be. The shit. Keep drinking that new age. Yeah. That's right. I've been meditating for years. Absolutely hopeless. Does this movie just go on and on like this? this apparently, it's a deleted scene from a movie. From an actual movie or like I a student film? film uh, from, from heaven knows what. Is this some like NYU film yeah. student. I have so many oh. questions. Ariel about Pink this. is the artist. Is oh, that... I've heard of them. Oh, it's a video? Heaven knows what. No, it's Heaven knows what is a movie. Okay. A young woman struggles to reconcile her love for her boyfriend and Wait. for heroin as she finds out that suicide is the only way for her boyfriend to forgive her for her misdeed. I take issue with that description. Doug Levison is a very old woman. Oh. 
Um, no, like what I I want to know so many things about this. <laughs> like, did they call him up and say come down and you do what you did? In yeah, that? Or it must be. Did they just follow him around and wait till he did this spontaneously? <laughs> We're gonna set up on his block and hope yeah. that he yells at us at some point. Just set up a bunch of hippies that are in my movie in front of his block and wait till he does what he does. That would be. Pr- I'd, I'd see the movie if that was the kind of dedication to the craft they had. <laughs> yeah, guerrilla movie making. Very naturalistic. Play some of that again. That was great. Oh, there's still a little more. I bet you shame on all of you. Absolutely ridiculous. I'll walk when I'm ready. What are you going to do about it? Did you poop your pants? This is New York. Yeah. New York. They're shame. They'll all catch up with you. Why is that dripping down? Who are you? New York. You're flat. You can't even carry a fucking note. <laughs> this is my favorite one. If you really had talent, go practice and then get yourself a gig. Yourself a gig. Instead of ruining the end of the day for everybody down here. He so sounds like he's going to cry. I love He's so bad that yeah. he's like hysterical. He has this like frozen in amber <laughs> oh, perception of what right? music oh. has to be and never pursued it or did anything with his life, but idealizes and fetishizes that little nugget Wait, of, of his imagination. Him or me? Cause oh, I meant Douglas. <laughs> that, that could really... <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> He's got a better head of hair than I do, sadly. You are so consumed, no talent, mediocre piece of shit. Should we get to the listener mail and stuff? Oh, yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah, we're yeah. really winding down here. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. yeah, I can't believe how... I, can't, I cannot believe the show passed by so quickly. All right, so we got a few voicemails. Oh, Judorino sent a voicemail. Use your microphone voice, Rob. Judorino sent a voicemail. <laughs> Rob's leaning back. Be able to call in while I'm at work today, but I had a Sid-themed merch idea. Oh, Could we get MAGA parody hats that say "Hang up on this fuck"? I think that'd be funny. <laughs> no. Well, can I just say something? I, and I've seen MAGA parody hats that I think are funny that, in principle, I would wear, but I don't want to be mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Agree. I like. And also, I feel like the parody hats validate the original yeah. design, and I don't want to validate and anything. Also, what do you mean? No. Well, it's it's become an iconic design now, I feel. Right, but you're making fun of the design. Mm, so. It's All still right. giving it credit, I feel. Yeah. And Fuck also, it. in what context would that hat make sense, like if you're just wearing it out? Oh, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? Um, oh. Unless you know the show, like you're you're out right. and about, and your hat says "Hang up on this fuck." Like, well, I think that's a good idea. I don't think a necessarily a MAGA hat is. Yeah. Like, just do a yeah. T-shirt of "Hang up on this fuck" and yeah. show a phone or something. That'd be a good idea. All right, we got one from Jonathan. Hey, resounding Rob, no-nonsense Noah, (laughs) determined Darren Delgado, and sabbatical Sydney. Uh, This is Jonathan from Texas. I just want to leave you guys a voicemail. As you know, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and pretty bummed out that I missed my one-hour window to get my ticket to the Farewell Slayer show. Um, Was feeling pretty bad about that, and then I remembered that really it's just Tom Araya and Carrie King is really the only original members. It's a shame because Tom is such a good guy, but uh, Carrie's kind of a dick. He's been a dick to um, other bands, and I've seen him be a dick in person. So not not too sorry then, I guess. But anyway, my question was, have you guys ever had a show similar to this or just a show that you really wanted to see? You were going to do it. You hesitated for a minute, but that was all it took, and it was sold out. 
Just curious. First time this has really ever happened to me. Anyway, hope everything's going great for you guys. Hope uh, Rob and Noah had a great trip on the 70,000 tons of metal. We did. Anyway, uh, you guys keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Bye. Hmm. I don't think I ever had an issue where I missed out because I hesitated. I either don't care enough to sign on right away to get the tickets, or if I do, I usually get them. So I've never had that happen, I don't think. Also, Rob, I'm disappointed you didn't do that thing with our names this week like Jonathan just did. Well, luckily Jonathan did it. We were just so eager to talk about the cruise. Like We were texting earlier today. Yeah. Rob's texting right Uh, now. I never... I never... Well, you get comped like all the time anyway. You're a celebrity. Uh, the only thing that could come close that I could think of was when System of a Down were doing... MTV would have these $2 concerts that they would shoot and then air on TV later. And System of a Down was doing one at Webster Hall. And I absolutely wanted to go. This was right as Metal Injection was starting the first year or second year. And I went and waited online. There was a pre-sale I remember on a Thursday, I went and waited online. It sold out in like two minutes. Then I went and waited, I remember, at the Virgin Megastore on a Saturday morning to try to get tickets. Again, sold out in two minutes. And I was so pissed. And I was like, I need to get into the show. And I was interning at Roadrunner Records at the time. And I told the person I was interning about how much I really wanted to get into the show. And he noted that his former colleague worked for their label and so he was able to hook it up for me so i didn't even have to wait on the lines but i feel like by waiting on those lines i earned those free comps (laughs) tickets so i got lucky there uh but i will say jonathan i don't think you're really missing anything by missing this last layer tour i saw them last year and it was like and will it even really be the last one all these bands say i think it will be because tom orion does not want to tour anymore he's been so maybe in five years he'll feel like doing it again and then he'll just do it again he's been doing it for 35 years and for the last three years every interview he's given he sounds like such a depressed curmudgeon because he's like a slave to the road let's spend some time at home with the family 24 7 and see how that does for you (laughs) he loves it though he loves it he's so into his family yeah because he doesn't he's has spent like two total years with his family no that's no 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 well he said that they came out on the road with him for a few years but then his kids don't want to do it anymore they don't like his him (laughs) no they just don't they they don't want to be on tour they're like dad maybe if you were touring with harry styles or with justin bieber yeah could you hook that up dad Ed Sheeran. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't Bruno know. Mars. They like anyway, the Bruno Mars. So don't worry. And, and definitely don't play the pay those crazy inflated StubHub prices. Yeah, just know someone who you're interning yeah. for that knows somebody. Can you hook right. them up or, or no, get a job in the record industry and then get on the list. There you go. Are you going to be doing a giveaway for that? We are doing a giveaway. Uh, every stop on the tour, we're giving away a pair of tickets. So maybe, how can maybe you can win those? If he applies, if he enters. And you'll find his email address and just make sure it wins? No, I won't do that. It's a, it's a random drawing. But who who randomly draws it? I'm not going to comment Come on, comment. hook a brother up. All right, next. Don't Sid, worry, I love we when got, you volunteer. Got, we got you, John. I always worry. love, Sid, when you volunteer for me to do things. It's a it's nice thing nice. for a fan. Yeah, why don't you hook him up, Sid? Okay, let me be the one to randomly pick the Dallas winner. I'll hook him up. Hey, Livecast. Satan's Weed Whacker again from Texas. I would call in, but I will always forget what time the live cast is live. 
and am also always at work. So leaving voicemails is the easiest thing for me. All right. Fair enough. Also, so to clarify about the porno phone book, it was literally just a fucking binded. Can we, uh, what what was the porno phone book? He found like his dad's porn and he said it was like a phone book size porno and we were trying to figure out what that actually meant if it was like a binder filled with pornos or it was one porno that was just or that if the big. cover was so crusty from all of his yeah. dad's cum yeah. that it made it look like it was a phone yeah. book so we were confused so he's clarifying also, I guess Slayer tickets. This guy's voice, remember, he sounds like the uh, homeless announcer, the Ted Williams. Oh, my God, yes. Listen to his voice. <laughs> Hello. Porno mag that was intended to look like a phone book, so it wouldn't raise attention. You started from um, the beginning again? Sorry. All Slivecast. Satan's Weed Whacker again from Texas. I would yet. call in, but I will always forget what time the live cast is live. And am also always at work. So leaving voicemails is the easiest thing for me. Let's also, so to clarify I gotta about. Go, uh, play a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a mashup. Stand by. We'll be back with more right after these words. Oh, wow, you're like right. A lot of homeless people until he spoke. And don't forget, tomorrow morning is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see this man live in concert. Yeah. Oh, that voice. Can you play? Uh, and from Texas. That was I would call in, but I will always forget what time the live cast <laughs> is live. And so who's that, a homeless announcer? Sure. AM 1580. Who's that guy WVK that, like, remember he was, like, on the side of the road saying, I'll do a radio voice oh, for money. Oh, the guy with the then, like, voice. Yeah. yeah. Never in my wildest dreams could I have ever imagined And am also always at work. So leaving voicemails is the easiest thing for me. No, in five, also, in five so one. to clarify about right. the porno phone book, it was literally just a fucking binded, I guess porno mag that was intended to look like a phone book so it wouldn't raise attention um also it was not cemented together with posthumous semen don't worry i wouldn't know because i was eight but i'm pretty sure it was not posthumous Um, semen did you jerk off into other than that hummus posthumous yeah that i'm still really annoyed that that fucking Phone book is gone. R.I.P. Phone book. Yeah, Keep is... doing cool shit, guys. Thank Thankfully, you. there's a whole treasure trove of internet. Yeah, <laughs> larger than any phone book. Yeah. All right. Uh, I also saw a little news thing uh, that uh, Christopher Darden said that O.J. admitted to the murder to him, like off the record during the trial. Who Why did? is he telling us this now? That would have right? been helpful back in the way. Like, wait, wait who, who did? The the prosecuting attorney, the black guy that was with Marsha Clark, uh, uh-huh. said that OJ confessed to him? him, like joking around or whatever. Like after the after no, the trial, like during it. It says when? Christopher Darden says OJ confessed to murder during trial. When did he have OJ to himself for that to happen? Maybe they passed in the hall or something. Jesus I have no idea. Christ. I didn't hear the story. I only saw the headline. That is fucking weird. Well. You imagine, but you, you clearly cannot use that in no. court. Like, you can't say, hey, Your Honor, he just told me. <laughs> nope. God damn. But he seems like a trustworthy guy. I don't see what incentive he'd have to make that up. Yeah, I just don't understand why he'd wait so long to yeah. reveal well, that. That's true. But I that's... mean, there was a civil trial afterwards where maybe that could have been admissible as just like corroborating evidence or something. 
guess. Or they could have just leaked it so the whole public knew. Yeah, maybe it's full of shit. Though. Yeah, we, ah, weird. All right, now we got an email. By the way, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can do so at any time during the week. You don't have to do it while we're live. Uh, using the speak pipe widget. It's on every episode page. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Scroll down. You'll see the widget. You can record with your computer microphone or uh, through your mobile phone. If for some reason it doesn't work or you don't feel like doing it, you could also record a voice memo with your phone, a voice recording, and then email that to hatemail at metalinjection.net. If you don't want us to hear your voice, simply email hatemail at metalinjection.net with a written piece of feedback we love hearing from the live casters and uh so we got one from kyle who has a request for advice hey live cast just want to start by saying your show is getting me through some tough times some rough times right now so thank you thank you thank you for what each of you do my now ex broke up with me two months ago after two and a half years, and I've really been struggling trying to move on. 90 seconds. <laughs> 90 seconds You'll feel better then. <laughs> I was wondering if any of you had experienced depression and how you may have helped yourselves out of it. If this is too depressing itself, please disregard. But again, your show is what gets me through the day, and I love you guys for it. Regards, Kyle. Well, we love you, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely had depression because, uh, I mean, just growing up in a, in my home, that's just, you know, a lot of, uh, berating and stuff like that and judgment. But I think it hit me the most when my parents were getting a divorce a couple of years ago and I've talked about it openly on the show. And then my breakup with Jake, it like, you know, it was just a really bad place to be in. But, um. I guess what I can say is that like uh, a breakup is like a complicated bereavement and you just have to kind of go with the motions and know that, you know, as time goes on, things will get better with it and um, just kind of practice like mindfulness and, uh, you know, like you are in control of your emotions and, uh, you know, just like read about like mood therapy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it's... <sighs> It's hard, dude. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're at least making you laugh and you're not the only one going through that pain. I was, look, a lot of, um, like, every relationship seems like the most important thing in the world while you're mm -hmm. in it. And then when you, when you are as old as I am, and not to diminish anything that anyone's going through, I'm mm -hmm. sure it really feels real and it hurts and it's important to you. I'm not just denying that. But when you were, get to be a really old fart, you see the totality of what each of these things added up to in your life. And it's like you could you each one diminishes how much hurt you're in. If you're lucky, like I happen to be lucky to meet someone that actually like completes you and you don't have to go around to getting your ass hurt all the time. So it's like a, a long winded way of saying hang in there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll get better. And I would say uh, one thing to do is to uh, distract yourself. Keep yourself busy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Hang out with friends. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, That's go right. out. Live your like, life. Live, do stuff that you wanted to do, but for some reason you haven't done. And uh, you'll realize that like in a few months that you're not bummed out because you're so busy and you, you're doing stuff. I think because you were in a relationship, you kind of tailored your life to be uh doing like couple things I, well, I assume i don't know but like you know do stuff 
or not do anything because you're just hanging out with your now ex. So uh, I would say just do stuff where you are not alone in a room with your thoughts. Do stuff where you're conversing and like hang out with your friends. And if it's bumming you, talk to them about it, you know, and and then uh, eventually it'll just start feeling better. And maybe, you know, you'll you'll meet somebody else and then uh, you'll forget all about that pizza. Mm I mean, literally, I was going to say exactly what you said, Rob. Mm. Just surround yourself with... I mean, that's literally what friends are for. Just lean on your friends. Yeah. And then when you're ready to, just take away the lessons that you've learned and, like, try to just think about, uh, you know, like... Just just learn from it, I guess, is, is what I Yeah, think about the mistakes you made in your previous relationship and try to... Become a better person. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah and, and not repeat them in the next relationship. And also communication, very important. Yeah, and you can always write to us. Yeah. Yeah, we could keep giving you some love advice, have your potential mates call in, and we could, you know, judge them for you and say if it's worth <laughs> uh, keeping it going. Who knows? This could be a whole great new segment on the show. Get Kyle a, a girlfriend. Huh? Or no. boyfriend, you don't know. He didn't. Was he specific? You don't know what. He's you're doing. right. You're right. Uh, get Kyle a lava. Yeah, maybe also maybe lava. he's done with girls and he'd like to try boys now. Or maybe he's done with boys and yeah. would like to try girls. We'll help you out, whatever yeah, it is. It could be pansexual. Yeah. It's yeah. An, it's 2018. Want to fuck a pan? Do it. Panda. Yeah, sure. If well, you, you no, know. let's keep it within the animals, with humanity. Yeah. Well, if you have the ability to fuck a panda and you could survive that, you know, go for it. That's a once in a lifetime experience, I would say. You want to fuck a panda? You go fuck that panda. You saying if someone was brave enough to fuck a panda, they should be exempt from animal abuse laws? Yeah, the panda could kill you. That's not animal abuse. Like if you're fucking like a weak little like a deer or something, sure. But a panda could overpower you. So if you are capable, then I think that's allowed. Yeah. It's not gonna like paw your dick off or we're whatever. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna, uh, keep playing scorpions. Yeah, fuck gonna... a scorpion too if you want to. It's gonna play us out of here, but uh, <laughs> have to do it. We're gonna get out of here. We'll be next. We'll be next. <laughs> we'll, be back. we'll be back next week. Brand new episode. Thank you as always for listening. Love you. And we're in love. Follow the down to Gonky Park Listening to the wind Of change August summer night Sucker! Soldiers passing by Listening to the wind You nothing! You nothing! You're flat! You can't even carry a fucking note!
Smelling ass and balls, you nappy motherfucker, you. You need to learn how to suck some goddamn dick. 